0: Hello everybody and welcome to Grand Terra Rebirth, a return to our 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons actual play series, uh, created by, created and run previously by me. Uh, I am John, the executive producer here at Connorship Films and Game Master for the evening. So buckle up, because it's time to go back to seven months ago, um, a number of months ago.
1: Almost
2: seven. Ago.
0: Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> When last we left Grand Terra, a group of adventurers uh, that would later come to be known as the Unknown Champions had traveled across the world seeking to stop the re-emergence the re- of a goddess of destruction and chaos and entropy known only as Idos. She managed to mess with the party quite a lot throughout the entirety of the run, giving them all various reasons to want her dead. Um, and as they tra- journeyed and as they traveled, they discovered that Idos was a mechanism, a me- a, some sort of uh, a in- integral mechanic to the way this plane works uh, in that the God of creation would create the world and basically put it on a timer. And after a certain amount of time or a certain number of events, Idos would reemerge and destroy the world ripping it down to its base components and rebuilding it into a new one this had supposedly supposed this had supposedly been meant to happen many thousands of years ago but another adventuring party very similar to our forgotten champions had successfully sealed them away where our forgotten champions were not quite so successful
3: one goddamn die roll just missed
0: it <laughs> by bullshit It was like a
4: nine or an eight too, wasn't
0: it? It was very close, yes. Yeah. And thus the end of the world came. The material plane and all the lands thereof were swallowed in darkness and ripped apart, destroyed, at the very fabric of their being reassimilated into what would then become a new world, the rebirth of Gran Terra. And then Thousands, millions, centuries, hundreds and thousands and millions of years, and the world has been reconstructed, partially. The world of Grand Terra, as we know it now exists nebulously, a vast plane of existence that seems to just abruptly cut off at the edges and drop into a nothingness an abyss of dark energy that surrounds it and swirls and almost like a black mist that stretches out to the horizon and beyond something seems to have stalled the reconstruction of the plan of the plane and no one's quite sure what or why the only thing that is certain is that it's tied to the what has been dubbed as the tower of the gods a massive structure reaching beyond the skyline into the air next to the central city of kor that has been established as sort of the capital of this burgeoning world and has been this way for thousands of years with core sitting right at the edge of this uh, drop into the abyss but that's not quite what concerns our current protagonists some other things are involved and the first person that we're going to meet today is a lone figure living on the edge of the abyss south of core Aaron, would you please introduce yourself and your character
4: Hi, I'm Aaron. Uh, they them there. I, I need to figure out a way to integrate that into my introductions at some point. Um,
5: <laughs> I mean, that I was will... good. Yeah.
4: Be playing random music in the background because my neighbors don't know when to shut up. Um, You've got I a soundtrack. Will... <laughs> I will be playing Nyx, the... Human druid of the
0: abyss, um, and we find Unix sitting up at a camp south of the city of Kor. You can see this. You can see the city on the northern horizon. Um, it's distant, but not. But I mean, as with everything, your eye is drawn to the tower of the gods right next to it. It's a massive column that just pierces into the clouds above and stretches beyond imagination. Uh, you're a ways south, um, next to, uh, sort of in, along the edge of a forest that is on the edge of the, of the abyss, uh, and that's sort of where you set up your camp, and as you go about your morning day, you occasion as you go about your morning, you occasionally find your your thoughts and vision drifting to the north, as it often does, because as much as the abyss uh, uh, concerns you, that tower, for whatever reason, just constantly draws your attention whenever you're not thinking. Just sort of, whenever you're not actively consumed with something, you find your gaze drifting that way. And your day, your morning goes on, and you eventually head to take a bath, because you know you're near a river, and you like to not smell like death all the time. And it is while you're bathing that you suddenly find yourself at spear point, surrounded by the armed and armored members of the Coronite Rangers, whom you have seen before from a distance, but uh, for whatever reason, they, you didn't see them approaching uh, as you were bathing. <laughs> There's two men, two women, sort of standing above you, pointing their spears down, looking at you. What do you look like?
4: Um, Nix is a reasonably young man, though his hair is mostly white. It's cut sort of short, probably sheared with a knife or a sharp branch. Um, His features are ragged. He has more scars than one might expect of someone his age, even living alone in the outskirts Um, his general appearance is a bit wild but not entirely unkempt clearly someone who as he looks at the bows pointed at him is not entirely unfamiliar with the civilized world and its idiocies
0: well, well, I think we've found what we're looking for, folks. Come on, kid, Let's get you back to the city. And within short order, Nix finds himself uh, shoved in a cage on a cart and being carted back to the city. Uh, you are given there's a some robe.
4: colorful swearing and druidic.
0: <laughs> you are given a robe. Uh, to, to to make yourself decent with, but that is all you are given as the rest of your camp and belongings have apparently been packed up uh, and shoved in the back of this cart as well. Uh, near you, but not with you. And this caravan begins marching north. Well, rolling north. It's a bit of a ways. And along the way you find yourself you know, again, puzzling between the, the Abyss and the Tower. Which one would you focus more on, when you, if you had the choice?
4: Um, given that I'm being currently dragged away from it, probably the Abyss. Because you don't want the thing inside to get out. So, you want so,
0: the Go ahead and make me a perception check.
4: Outside too. Cool, the one thing I'm good at. Being wise. Fifteen.
0: So you, you stare at this roiling blackness that exists just over the edge and occasionally peers over. Um, and as it does as you do, you notice that it's being particularly active in one spot further along the road, as the caravan is moving. Uh, you don't seem to be the only one that notices this, as the as the the cornet rangers sort of stop and ready their weapons just in case something uh, weird is about to happen. Because the abyss is an, is a fairly unknown entity, and it's hard to discern what it's going to do. And as you do, this roiling mass of black mist just pulses over the edge of the abyss over the edge of the land and just roils onto the ground moving towards you and towards the caravan it comes within a few feet before stopping and swirling and as it does you see bits of fire and embers starting to burst and flicker from within the mist the uh, it seems to be constructing something something is happening you've seen this before This is what happens when the mist is producing something from itself. This roiling mass of fog gets denser, and from within it, a fire bursts, erupting, almost like an explosive, but no sound is emitted, it's just flames. And then comes sound. You hear the crackling of fire, and the burning, and the... Screaming? No, not quite screaming. Voices. Something trying to speak. Something trying to say a name. And then it pulls away. And as it pulls away the mist clears and there is a very singed and very unconscious female drow laying on the ground. And now while you're not currently conscious Sarah, would you please introduce yourself in your character?
1: Sure. I'm Sarah uh I have previously been Maeve, who was turned into a flesh golem, <laughs> and then a druid who had a sloth. Uh you may have seen me in uh Task Force Echo as the one who loved fire and then did a twist at the very end that pissed everyone else off.
5: <laughs> and sandwiches. <laughs> um,
1: oh, loved sandwiches. Um and for this game I'll be playing five. Uh five is a drow, so white hair, purple eyes. Um she has the look of somebody who lives in a cage. Um, she's normal height, but she's kind of she's kind of feral and hunched, and uh, she doesn't look like she trusts anybody. Uh, that's
0: about it. Right now, she looks unconscious, and she is swiftly deposited into the cage near Nix. Uh, the the Rangers it, voicing that they don't know what to do with this one. They're just going to bring it back with them and have someone else that is paid more money <laughs> figure it out for them.
4: So going to try and talk to the unconscious. Actually. First a question. Did mm-hmm. the spitting of a name sound like deep speech to me?
0: Make an intelligent saving throw.
4: This just happened. Oh what? It's the same. It, hmm.
0: it 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 sounded it didn't sound like deep speech, it sounded the best approximation you can make it and while you don't speak the language uh, you've heard it before it sounded like a guttural elvish okay like it as as guttural as elvish can get which isn't very guttural but there is a there's a certain level to it um, it did not sound like deep speech though it sounded like that okay um and the cart continues Heading north. Where our perspective shifts. Now, (coughs) we pull back as the cart continues down, and move over to the massive city of Kor. Kor is the capital city of Grand Terra, the, as the land exists. It sits on the edge of the Abyss and also on the edge of the Ceaseless Falls, uh, a massive lake that is constantly pouring into the, into the Abyss, but doesn't ever seem to lose water, and also doesn't ever seem to actually have a current that would lead into the Abyss. Uh, you would imagine that a waterfall would drag things towards it, but this doesn't. Uh, the city is a massive walled fixture based right next to the tower. You can actually get to the tower from from within the city, intentionally so. Um, and it's just a sweeping cityscape with a variety of shrines to minor minor divines scattered throughout the outer edges, inside the wall, outside the wall, uh various districts of the there's the docks that are on the lake there is a market district there's a town square there's more of a temple district that has various temples to the major divines the triumvirate, uh, which is the where the ruling body of the city exists, and our attention is coming to the central marketplace, sort of a converging point where four of the districts sort of uh, connect at a corner. Um, and the central market is typically a bustling place. There's typically traders there, there are people wandering around doing their thing, looking for jobs, looking for people to do jobs for them, and in the center of this there is a market circle at which there is a dwarven weaponsmith and armorsmith uh, sitting together uh, you have uh, there is a stall um, there's one stall uh, which which has a sign next to it saying ember beards ember beards uh, artisanal artisanal blacksmithing Uh, the artisanal is written was the artisanal was misspelled in common and then scratched (laughs) out and then reprinted in dwarven correctly Um, and then next to it is William, would you please introduce yourself and your character?
6: I'm William, and I am playing <clears throat> Baldrin Ironhand, Master Smith, Hill Dwarf, Cleric of the Forge Father, Forge Domain. And I am standing in my in my shop, which is Ironhand's Masterworks, and which is spelled in common and dwarvish correctly both times. Um and I am standing at the forefront just hawking BLADES! Hammers! Shields! Armor! If I haven't got it in my shop, I can smith it in no time. Aye. Come, buy my wares!
0: And if the reason he hasn't had it in his shop for a while is because it broke against my armors, come, Imberbeard's Im- come, armors, the best armors you'll ever find, says the competing dwarf right next to him. Uh, <laughs>
5: you're you're, yes.
0: you're you're familiar <laughs> with regnar Emberbeard. he is a very jovial uh uh, uh dwarf uh l- big long red like full classic dwarven beard singed all throughout because he often gets it into the forge when he's when he's smithing but uh which is hence the name Emberbeard. um and and the two of you have had sort of a friendly rivalry going on, where you'll be you'll be doing your calls out, and he'll be doing a call out immediately after yours, undercutting yours the entire time. Fairly friendly. It, it, there's an obvious don't trust idea.
6: this fool's armor. Last time they put they were put to the test. My hammer dented his breastplate like a piece of paper.
0: Oh, aye, but that's only because your hammer had the sharpest edge to it I've ever seen a hammer on it. Don't ask this man for a smithing utensil. He'll hand you an axe until you forge your armor with it. And this this whole conversation has been going on the entire time. And <laughs> while this conversation is happening, there is a there is a ASMR wandering through the streets, sort of looking at the various wares. Mara, would you mm-hmm. please introduce yourself and your character?
7: Yes, my name is Mara, uh, and I am playing Hope uh, uh rogue slash barbarian, <laughs> and she is, has like grayish blue kind of. Skin and grayish-blue kind of clothes, and it's all sort of designed to make her not stand out in a crowd. So she's just, you know, watching the area to see what's going on.
0: Well, right now there's a pair of very fiery dwarves arguing over whose gear is better in the marketplace. They,
7: Yeah, they do that a lot. They do, I'm, indeed. Yeah, I'm steering clear of that. You, you can't, uh, it's hard to hide a piece of armor underneath things to steal so i'm staying
0: clear of that also dwarves are no- notorious for keeping an eye on their merchandise yeah um,
6: and I may have tried, tried one
0: well and interestingly enough there is a louder racket happening in the marketplace uh, oh. uh as which draws both your your which draws both your attention and we lost Aaron's video um oh, no. Which draws both your attention and the attention of the dwarves. As a as uh, Jeremy, would you introduce yourself and your character as she is getting kicked out of a door? Okay,
3: uh, I'm Jeremy. Uh, I am playing uh, Selena, who is a fire genasi. Um, she is uh, a wild made sorceress. Um, she is so. Uh, the first thing that you would probably notice about her, besides obviously, you know, the red skin and everything that that that's, uh sort of sort of goes along with the with the Janasi uh, heritage, uh, she's got every basically all of her features are 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 red, uh, with the exception of eyes, uh, blue eyes. Um, but the first thing that you would sort of know, chaos just kind of converges around her, every everywhere. There's just that sort of sense about her um she is uh, uh dressed nobly in in, in in fine clothes um she has a sort of um uh, emotional presence of a uh, uh, sort of good-natured uh, uh friendly uh, very outgoing but you can never really tell which way that's gonna turn or how quickly it's very
2: fickle
0: and currently, a lot of chaos is surrounding her. Yes, her cl- as a backpack, presumably filled with her clothes and items, is being thrown into her face, along with a pot that was presumably filled with filled with water. As the water comes cascading out, <laughs> and the 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 dialogue being heard is something that I don't think any of you know the language of. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, um, but it sounds it sounds very much like if you were to speak Elvin with your head underwater. Um, <laughs> and and as this lang- as this just this tirade of even though you don't understand the words being used you can tell it's verbal abuse as this as a water ganassi a a tall uh blue just as blue where selina is red um a fairly beautiful woman uh is just shoving her out of a door and just s- singing off a string of this aquatic elvish uh at her and throwing and there
3: things is- <laughs> There is just as much going back as he is picking everything up uh, in Ignan in in Fire Elemental Tongue. Um, A couple things get pulled out and then thrown back in with the... the, uh, You could probably sort of pick up like, no, no, this was yours. Only they're all very heavy and (laughs) perhaps pointed things. Um, Not full-on weapons, but yes. So this,
0: so this exchange is currently happening um, as as the, the two of you uh, switching scenes a little bit once more. Uh, Corbin, uh, Cody, why don't you go ahead and introduce your character first, and then we'll set the scene.
2: Okay. Uh, so I'm playing Corbin, a human battle master. Uh, he's in his late 20s and very unkempt. Uh his his well his hair is pretty clean cut, but his beard is pretty unkempt. And uh he's in uh simple leather armors and he's probably about uh what did I have him at? Yeah, he's kinda of, he's fairly large. He's he's six one, so he gets everybody's attention when he walks into a room and uh, occasionally he has a temper.
0: So this morning, the news has been the news had been res- received that the southern gate was barred from passage uh, for all people, both into and out of. Uh, and there was a there was an explanation given, but that information sort of set the leader of the Lionheart Guild, the Lionheart Adventurers Guild off, especially knowing that it came from High Captain Lorian of the of the Cornite Rangers. Um, and you are currently sort of marching behind, not 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 marching like formally, but. Walking with purpose, uh, mm-hmm. behind your the the head of the Lionheart Adventurers Guild, um, uh, uh, Tithian Leonholt. Uh, Tithian is a uh, Tithian is a tall man. Um, y- you're you're fairly tall. Uh, you're fairly tall, and and he matches you right next to it. Um, and now I'm hearing myself echoing somewhere. Oh, I know mm-hmm. why. Anyways, uh. <laughs> I've completely been thrown off my thing Tithian Leon and and Holt who
4: matches you in stature
0: I can't, sorry I'm hearing myself echoing back and it's,
2: it's the speech jamming himself yes, exactly <laughs> <laughs> take your headphones off and talk
0: yeah I should do that, there we go uh, so um, do this so that it doesn't bother the people watching until Sarah gets back and puts her from them. Uh, so Tithian Leonholt, who matches you basically for stature and size, and is a fairly fairly large for an elf, uh, and the leader of the Lionheart's Adventurers Guild, is striding into the sort of into the town square towards the uh, headquarters of the Cornite Rangers, um, with the intention to speak with uh, High Captain Lorien about this issue. Because basically, locking off one of the gates, um, locking off one of the gates, puts a bit of a damper on the guild because that means that now it's going to add days if not weeks to any commissions that are heading south uh because the city is gigantic and it takes that long to exit the north gate and circle around there are only two functioning gates currently the north and south because the well the uh the west gate leads into an empty abyss and the east gate leads into the tower of the gods so you, if you're if you're doing commissions Anywhere to the north or south, you have to take one of those gates. Um, so this sort of rightfully has a good majority of the Adventurers' Guild irritated, and so he, yourself, and a few others are heading uh, currently passing through the city to head towards the headquarters of the Corday Rangers. And at roughly the same time, uh, it's it's roughly noon. uh the caravan carrying Nix and Five uh, comes into the center of town right as the door that Selena got, sl- got thrown out slams shut, finally, <laughs> uh, cutting off at least half of the argument. Um, yeah,
3: it's still ongoing.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Boldrin and Regnar and have sold a couple more of their, uh, their wares, and uh, High Captain Tyrion, who has come to meet this caravan, and Tithian meet in the center of town. So for those of you who aren't as familiar with him, Tithian again stands at a little, little over six feet tall, wears almost perfectly polished black armor with red trim and dragon insignias on the gauntlet's belt. And, uh, sort of, uh, flowing down the back of his cloak he is a tall high elf with blonde hair, short cut in sort of a military fashion, wielding a large spear that he sort of uses as a walking stick more often than not uh, he is fairly I mean he's uh, i mean, he's an elf so you can't really tell how old he is but it is known he's been around for a long time because the Adventurer's Guild has been around for a long time opposite him is High Captain Lorian uh, the leader of the Cornite Rangers who has come to meet their captured cargo uh, he is a human who is um, who is slightly shorter uh, than Tithian and obviously in that case also slightly shorter than Corbin but much more broadly built uh, where he, he is short but stout um, and wearing armor that is uh, almost wolfish in nature it's sharp edges and, and sharp edges and flowing curves, ending with sort of a claw-like claw-like gauntlets that cover his hands uh, and a flowing cloak that has the symbol of the Cornite Rangers down the back. He's a human. He's very obviously human, but again, he has been around for longer than any of you that have been in the city and longer than anybody that was born in the city can remember. And yet, seemingly uh, un, unaffected by the the rigors of age uh, uh, where Tithian carries a large spear uh, Lorien has a large great sword on his back that has a sort of a wolf motif built into the handle and blade and as these two sort of meet in the center there is an instant argument and as they begin to argue the rest of the square goes silent as two of the basically major defenders of the city get into another one of their almost like married couple esque squabbles that seems to happen more often than not. you hear Tithian complaining about the fact that they 've closed the southern gate. You hear Lorian uh, trying to explain that there was uh, there were rumors of hostile forces to the south of suspicious people operating near the abyss in the forest they had to cl- they had to verify what it was indicating over to the cage, Tithian indicating to the cage and saying, all I see is a, 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 a and you, you, this part is particularly clear, all I see is a scrawny young man in a robe and an unconscious woman. What are, what, are your, what are your rangers even doing for the defense of our city? And this going back and forth and back and forth, and then they sort of reach a natural stopping point in their argument and everything goes quiet. And you all notice the silence as something is making sound, but it's not a sound any of you except for one of you that is conscious in a crate is familiar with too terribly much. Uh, roughly this time, uh five, you're coming to consciousness and you're you're sort of confused. You're not you definitely don't know where you are, but you know you're in a cart that is caged with another person. Um and you notice that it is eerily quiet, except for this. <laughs> this sound that seems almost like if the wind was made of bees? <laughs> this soft buzzing sound that flows like wind. This static, this energy. Um, and you all sort of instinctively look first to the tower. Even five, you've never been here before, but your eyes are just immediately drawn to this massive tower that pierces the sky off to your right from where you are in the cage. And you see this column that just punches into the sky that you've never seen before but then your attention is drawn back the other way Mm -hmm. to the west where you know the abyss lies and over the wall you see these tendrils of black mist roiling up higher than they've ever gone before And pouring over the side and into the ground and flowing into the city.
4: Nyx just looks so much more relaxed than he has this entire
3: journey here.
4: Well, that doesn't look good.
3: Selena finally decides to speak in common. Oh, fuck me.
5: (laughs)
6: Foom! As she's... her (laughs) goes behind him and grabs Siegebreaker off of the stand that it's been sitting on.
0: What does Siegebreaker look like, for those of us that don't know?
6: So, Siegebreaker is a massive cylindrical weapon. Um, It's hard to say exactly what it is to those of you outside of the game. It looks like it was made as a hand cannon, or rather a cannon, handheld cannon as two hands, um, that is simultaneously a bludgeoning weapon. Um, It is... Equal parts mall and gun, but for some part, some part of it is not quite. It almost looks like it's been incomplete. There, the what has the beginnings of a of a cannon rifling in at the end of it has been filled in, uh, or like it was never quite carved out yet. Um, but it has this this almost not quite finished look of a. If a, if a gun blade was, instead of a gun, a warhammer.
0: <laughs> and as you reach it, uh, Ragnar just sort of looks over at you, looks back over there. I think I'm going to go ahead and close up shop. And he grabs the sign, turns it around, closes it, and walks away. Um, <laughs> as you all notice, sort of like the civilian populace around you has started to very rapidly thin out. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the attention of Tithian and... Uh, Lorian and the adventurers, and that are, that are there with Corbin and the uh, the uh, Cornet Rangers that are there with with Lorian, sort of all turn to the west, and then almost before anyone can really react, those tendrils that have been so slowly moving before, just burst forward with speed. And this blackness surrounds the courtyard, trapping all of you within it, forming this swirling sphere, almost dome-like, as it starts to reach up and above, sort of encapsulating all of you within this area.
3: Yeah,
7: weapons are out. Yep. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, shields <laughs> off my back.
0: These The tendrils from it slither down almost like snakes without teeth uh, and touch the ground and wherever they touch the ground they begin rapidly swirling and growing dense and forming substance and matter and I want everybody except for five to roll me a intelligence saving throw or a history check whichever one's better for you
2: Uh, history's better than for me Twenty. This is my shit. Uh, Seventeen. 16. 16. Well, I got a plus terrible. one, and I rolled pretty good.
0: <laughs> uh, Nineteen. So, uh, Mara, I think we need to adjust your character sheet so you're not always rolling advantage. If you go to the, if you go to the, if you go to the gear section of the character sheet, you got can it. turn that to a toggle. All, All right. right. But uh, so, Baldrin, you don't know uh, with your history. Okay. So we have a sixteen history for Baldrin, sixteen intelligence save for Hope. 20 for Nix, 17 for Corbin, 19. So all of you Nix will leave off what you know for a second, but the rest of you are from sort of familiar with this. These are commonly referred to as creation storms um, where basically some event happens that gains the attention of the Abyss and it just roils up and creates a bunch of stuff at the same time. Typically it only creates one thing, two thing here, there along the edge somewhere. Um but for whatever reason at this point it has just decided, you know what, we're gonna dump a bunch of stuff here.
3: sweet. Um, I already have my uh produce flame of uh, flame in my hand waiting.
0: Nix, uh you know that whatever causes this is tied to a couple of different things. Uh, typically, whenever something massively bad happens, it like like you know, like say a village is caught on fire um, and burns to the ground, then the abyss will respond almost as if it's trying to replace what's been lost. Um, it never does; it just creates more stuff, but. It typically responds to a massive event of some kind that causes an imbalance, and I perceived imbalance in in sort of what the abyss sees as the world is currently. Um, you've seen this happen a couple of times before, uh, just typically not in a public place like this. And as this these tendrils connect and solidify, you see sort of the what looks almost like ice formed into humanoid shapes. And you recognize these shapes, not, not necessarily the texture that they currently are, but you recognize goblins, hobgoblins, and ogres, and orcs, and a wide variety of monstrous creatures that just in this particular instance are made of ice instead of flesh. They don't seem to be moving quite yet, but as these things are spawning, you hear Tithian command, you know, Tithian off to one side. Lionhearts, spread out. Make sure these don't go anywhere too far. And the adventurers, and presumably Corbett as well, draw their weapons and sort of spread out into a more defensive uh, position. And on the other side, Lorien ranges to me. As he draws his great sword, and the Rangers leave the cage and, and come sort of flank him, uh, spears drawn. And these frozen, sort of ice sculpture statues crack. And then shatter. And underneath the ice is the very real flesh of goblins, hobgoblins, and ogres. None of whom look particularly happy, and I'm going to (laughs) need all of you to roll me some initiative as we move to our battle map. Fine. Oops. There's
6: hope. I haven't clicked on my thing yet. I have 14.
0: Well. (laughs) Let's go ahead and get our turn order ready. As you see... To one side, a trio of ogres that it looks like these adventurers have planned on sort of moving towards. To another side, another trio of uh, ogres that it looks like Lorien has plans for. And then to the south, a shit-ton of goblins. So... I
3: will tides and, of chaos for advantage on my so, initiative.
0: First of all, you can all readjust yourselves accordingly, however you think you would have been repositioned, except for the two in the cage, obviously. Uh ah, that that house that house is the one you got kicked out of. Uh
3: know. Okay. That's pretty accurate then.
0: Okay. So go ahead, uh you've initiated Tides of Chaos, go ahead and yep. uh give me a uh initiative roll with advantage. <laughs>
3: Uh, know. I mean, <laughs> Who do we glad have? I glad I gave myself a wild search
0: for that. <laughs> I mean, roll with roll roll with advantage. See if you you know.
3: I don't know. It was click to roll. Oh no, advent, initiative doesn't automatically yeah, you have to roll again. Might to hope, uh, so my first roll for those at home was a twenty. So uh,
0: yep, <laughs> uh, it was a very nice roll. Um. All right, and so now I get to add a bunch of stuff to the initiative tracker. Oh. Do do do. Did do not do add do. My
2: initiative.
0: Uh oh, is your
6: initiative out there?
2: No, it's not.
4: I fixed mine. because oh, yeah. Didn't add it first.
6: And now the DM just has a has has the ability to say you wild surge, and then you get your Only... chaos back. I mean, yes.
0: Yeah.
3: First level spells are higher, and I'd already thrown up my produce flame. Yes. So,
0: and the, get one, the, the
3: next get one before I get fucked with
0: the next first level spell or higher you cast, you 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 cast will be a will be a uh, wild surge roll. Yeah.
3: Oh no! <laughs> uh,
5: Hooray!
7: Right, uh,
0: Bouldren, what was your initiative? Uh, uh, fourteen. All right. So let's see what the. One. Okay. I don't know why it's being a little fussy, but it is. Let's see what the goblins roll for initiative. As I try to acquire information.
6: (laughs) I'm assuming those greyskin things are orcs? Uh, No, those are hobgoblins.
0: Uh, all you see so uh, as the as the fog lifts a lot of these creatures sort of break to the sides and don't engage in the center the rest form sort of forming themselves in the center um so the goblins are going on a 14 our hobgoblins are going on an 11 Man, that should not be to you guys. That should be whispered to me. Always whisper rolls. This is also a good time to check that.
2: Well, you also said it out loud right after you rolled them.
0: It's true. Well, no, but <laughs> the initiative—the initiative is known information. Other rolls they make aren't known information.
2: Ah. Uh. So.
0: And the gadders. And these oak so. Just as a descriptive, these ogres that you're seeing are. <clears throat> who rolled a zero on their initiative. <laughs> They're going last. These just going massive, after me. massive, hulking creatures that have sort of long braided hair going down their back and big, like sort of uh, crudely maintained beards and just massive clubs on either. In, sort of in their hand, sort of staring down. They look—they look almost like giants, but not big enough, and way too fat. I mean, they are giants, but not like—they're mm-hmm. they're, they're giantish. They're, they're not—they are giant kin. They're not giants. And then we have Tithian, who will be uh, the adventurers will be acting on his initiative. He rolled a 16 and Lorien who for whom the Cornite rangers will be acting he rolled a 19 so we have our initiative here ready to go uh,
6: the goblins and I are tied um, my dexterity? dexterity is 14 Uh,
0: their dexterity is 14. What's your intelligence?
6: My intelligence is 12.
0: You're going first. Okay. Their intelligence is 10. So, at the top of the order, we have Selena.
3: Alrighty, um... So, I am going to... Chuck my flame at its my range on that 30 do, 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 do. 30 feet okay sorry um I'm going to chuck the flame at this first goblin right in front of me all right what is it um and that is... Uh, I rolled a 15 to hit.
0: Alright. Uh, that's going to hit. Roll damage. For one fire damage. You deal one fire damage to that goblin. Okay. Boink!
3: It's hurting. I believe that is my... Throwing it counts as my action. So, movement...
0: Um, I'm actually going to do this so that... You, so that people watching at home aren't seeing all my stuff.
3: <laughs> and then for my movement, I am going to go 5 10 15 20 25 All right. 25 30.
0: <laughs> so Selena <laughs> runs up. So Selena throws a, f- a little ball of fire that that Selena had previously created at a goblin. It goes Poof! The goblin goes Nyah! I'm um, looking up at uh Selena uh, who then goes right and immediately runs back <laughs> to behind the adventurers who are
3: that are- is Lord. that is 100% accurate even with the right
0: um it is now High Captain Lorian and the rangers turn so Lorian you all see him again this blade drawn and he just sort of dashes with preternatural speed as he runs past his rangers towards these three this trio of ogres on the uh the right hand side of the of the battlefield um he runs up towards the center ogre and just Let's loose with his great sword, swinging it massively over his head and down at at the uh, ogres in question. Let's see how well he does. Well, a natural one first. It was a, oh. a real great role for one
2: of the NPCs. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, lost, uh, I've lost a little bit of respect for
2: High Captain Lorraine. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I didn't have any to begin with. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Wow. He rolled two natural ones in his wow. final tracks. <laughs> Fortunately, the other two hit, so...
2: Well, it's because I'm part of a rival guild. Not so much guild, but yeah. Come oh, yeah.
0: on. So, he, he runs up and swings his sword four times. You don't really see it impact any of the four times, but two large gasses just erupt off of the side of this ogre as it as it sort of staggers back from the force of the blows, um, taking a ton of damage. Hang on. Hmm. I just Switch noticed to a problem. the problem. Oh well. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yes, you are supposed to see allied roles. Ah, uh, okay. Good deal. Allied roles you see because you guys can influence your allies' roles via abilities that you have. Enemy Maybe. roles are the ones you don't see. I'm gonna mark that here then. Okay, there we go. Okay, Uh, his rangers then follow behind him, uh, spears at the ready, and charge into this mass of ogres to assist with him. To assist him with them, Uh, they make their attacks. I'm gonna come up here in a second. I have too many things that I have to handle (laughs) (laughs) anyways well two of them miss the rest of them hit And the ogre that Lorgan had been wailing on goes down, and the other two have taken an amount of damage off of them, which then makes it Hope's turn.
7: All right, I am going to use my action to dash up to this goblin right here. Say, you know, I've always wondered if if. Abyss creatures just sort of smell like fish because because you're from an ocean, right? So I'm really curious. And then I'm going to uh, slash... Uh, or, nope. Then I'm just going to rage as my bonus action. All right. Because that seems wise, because things are going to start hitting me.
0: Run uh, up, harass this person, and mm-hmm. Yep, yep, exactly.
7: Uh, and... Uh, her raging, she sort of slouches most of the time, and her rage, st- she stands up, and she's fairly tall-ish. Five foot nine. So, she just stands up full height and takes right. out the swords. She has got twin swords.
0: There. there. Oh and my that's mind. my turn. Alright, so, yeah, this ASMR just sort of runs up, draws weapons, says some stuff to a goblin. Uh-huh! And then... Hulks out! Yep! Which makes it Tithian's turn. <laughs> so, Selena and uh, Corbin... You see Tithian sort of... Rise up, because he's right next to you guys. And Boldrin, you're sort of paying attention to him, so you see it as well. Um, as he rises up and just sort of grips his spear a little bit tighter. Straightens his back. And as he does this sort of aura of flame envelops him starting at the chest and then sort of radiating out going around to his back and then it sort of spreads out into a pair of fiery wings uh, which he then uses to fly uh, over your heads landing in front of these three and as he calls back over his shoulder take the ones to the south He slams his spear into the ground and an erupting cone of fire just blasts out of his spear enveloping all three of these ogres. And let's see how much damage he does with that. This is your introduction to major characters fight. (laughs) Uh, So they have to make dexterity saves. They fail horribly.
6: Because they're ogres and they can't do dex things for <laughs> shit.
0: They certainly cannot make a DC 24 dexterity saving throw. <clears throat> Hawk,
6: Not without a natural 20. <laughs> and
0: all three of them are engulfed in flame and die. As Still he off. deals 82 points of damage to all three of them.
2: That's a lot of ones. <laughs> Say that. Yep. that
0: <laughs> <Hope so, but. laughs> a lot of dice.
2: Yeah, that's a lot of dice.
0: And so he slams his spear into the ground after leaping over you guys. This roaring inferno erupts forth, spreading over the three ogres that are left. And you know that this is, this is one of the directions that a bunch of orcs and other things ran off in. And as he slams the spear down, engulfing them, he picks it back up and starts very purposefully walking past the, the inferno in that direction.
6: Bye, Sephiroth. Sephiroth don't
0: use a spear. And that makes it Corbin's turn. The adventurers adventurers who were told to head south, head south to help out Hope.
2: Yeah. I was already going to head south anyways because I realized that we didn't have anybody there. So I will... Corbin's going to turn, run to right here uh, as his action hit this goblin. With the spear. 14.
0: A 14 hits.
2: Does nine points of damage. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, you... Oh, wait, no, that, you rolled to hit again.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Whoops. Pick the name. Seven you know. points of damage.
0: Yeah, you just run up with that spear and jab it into the throat of this goblin who still... Like, sort of, the the, the the explosion that just happened off to one side sort of drew their attention, and this goblin's sort of looking over there going, ah, and just a spear through the throat, and you pull it back out, and it collapses to the ground.
2: And as my bonus action, I'm going to set it to receive a charge, uh, let's see, from the ogre.
0: All right. So, so
2: uh, Yeah. So oh,
0: yeah, you, as soon as you... you just walk over very casually, jab spear into throat, pull back out, as goblin collapses, you then set then... the spear, preparing for yep. that ogre. Alright. That makes it goblin's turn. So the goblin's... Uh, my turn. Uh, let's make... That's right, that makes it bouldrin's turn, because bouldrin goes before the goblins.
6: Yeah, So I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20... 25 and I just reach and grasp the holy symbol around my uh, around my neck forged on the anvil of war. I call upon the Smith's hammer mace of the AllFather and I cast and there's this dance of divine lightning across my frame as I cast spiritual weapon the the giant Smith's hammer forming right in, in front of the ogre. That is this uh, ogre directly here.
0: Yep. I will even try to find you a thing for that.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's a blacksmith's hammer.
0: Which ogre? The one immediately south of you?
6: Yeah. And we can attack with the spiritual weapon as a twenty to hit.
0: Uh, twenty hits. Oh look, I happen to find a hammer.
6: 9 force damage I'm just
0: gonna give this to you boom there you go you have control of that hammer yay yeah so this hammer just just sucks the ogre one in the face and and reaches up grabs the face cocks it to the side I look over my
6: shoulder What's the matter, Ragnar? Knock out the stones for a real fight! And I... Two, three, four, five for my dash.
0: You hear Ragnar in the back uh, as he's walking away. You realize I'm like a hundred years older than you? I'll leave this to the youngins.
2: Uh, Sounds like elf talk.
0: You did nine (laughs) damage to
2: that? Yep. All
0: right. Transfer over, it doesn't get... Okay, so... That makes it the goblins' turns. So, goblins begin pouring... The Goblins sort of snap, too, and as these hobgoblins behind them just... sort of yell at them in goblin. I don't know if any of you speak goblin. Mm -mm. Yeah. They sort of yell at them in this guttural language, indicating that... and indicating forward... Uh, almost whipping them on, these goblins sort of, you know, realize what they're doing, and then charge forward. Uh, You said you were set to receive a charge from the uh,
2: ogres, From the ogre. Yeah.
0: These guys, who on the one hand weren't really given a direction, they run up and start attacking the horses and the carriage. Shh. I'm going to zoom this out so everybody else can see a little bit what's going on. So, we've got two attacks going on Corbin and one attack going on Hope. Sorry, one attack going on Hope and one attack going on Adventure. Uh, Okay. As I pull up my goblins... Who suck at hitting things <laughs> because they're goblins. goblins uh, can get However, lucky. this one does critically hit uh, Corbin, so Corbin, you take—I like said—you take six <laughs> points of slashing damage as this goblin sort of like realizes what it's doing and just. Nah! runs up and just stabs at you uh, like sort of leaps up at you and you were prepared for the ogre not the goblin so this goblin that's just sort of air- suddenly airborne coming down at you with his it, it, it's called a scimitar it's really a ragged stick um, with yeah. a bit of metal attached to it just stabs into like sort of uh, up up and down into like your collarbone area Just <sighs> blood splurts out all over its face and it bounces back off landing on the ground
2: I'm just going to look at it out of the corner of my eye and just shake my head at it. <laughs> uh,
0: another one comes up after it, but you trip it with your spear, and it just sort of hits the ground. Okay. <laughs> one on the adventurer, who blocks it handily, and one on Hope. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what's your AC, Hope? Eleven. This hits you. You take eight points mm-hmm. of slashing damage. You're raging reduced to four, as this goblin right. just... Rah, and slices mm. at you, like, sort of along the stomach line. Ah, oh, that's cute. And you sort of look down at your abs, which have been injured. Mm-hmm. That makes it five's turn. Five, you have woken up, weird shit has been happening, and now there's a goblin rattling the cage that you're in, trying to get at you.
1: Uh, how far is the goblin from me? Within arm's reach. And is a goblin flammable? You don't know,
0: <laughs> you've never tried.
1: All right, I will reach out, and grab the goblin's arm and ignite. Alright,
0: so what is what what are you what is that a spell or is that an ability?
1: It's uh it's an ability. It just says you can magically ignite a flammable object you touch with your hand. Alright. So you reach out and grab
0: this goblin and it's sort of like it, it was sort of like shaking the bars and you reach out, touch it, and it goes eh? As it's what little what little it has in the realm of clothes and hair suddenly poof, catches on fire and it just rah, rah, lets go of the thing. It doesn't look like it's hurting it as it starts to pat itself out, but it definitely moved, made it move away.
1: And then I will just continue to sit there.
6: All right. <laughs> Phoenix Soul Sorcerers are hilarious. <laughs> Hobgoblin's turn.
0: Uh, the Hobgoblins are going to move up to reinforce the things that they told to do things previously uh, this one goes up to over here this one moves up to over there this one gets up to there this one gets up over there that one over there and this one over here they make attacks Uh, all right, so uh, one adventurer sort of takes a takes a sword to the kidneys, but doesn't seem too too terribly perturbed by it. Uh, what is your armor class, Corbin? Sixteen. All right, so a twenty does hit you, yeah, and you take a five slashing damage. So these two larger uh, goblinoids with blue skin sort of trudge around the smaller green goblins. Right, these long jagged blades that they've got, and just come in from behind, getting you in the side and getting another adventure in the side as well. That makes it Nix's turn.
4: Okay, few clarifications. Mm-hmm. First, do I have my spellcasting focus?
0: What is your spellcasting focus?
4: Um, is uh,
0: the,
4: I had this up before.
0: Um, it is a totem uh, We'll say no, but it is in the cart that you're in. Okay. And you haven't been bound in any way. you were just thrown in the cage. Um, do I
4: question two, do I have access to my magic because I know I didn't previous
0: to this point
4: to some extent.
0: Uh, not while you're in the cage, no.
4: Does that include Beast Shape? No, it does not. Okay. Does it look like I could squeeze out of the bars as like a cat or something?
0: Probably, yeah. They're built for a humanoid shape, and you did just see Five stick their hand through the bars and bla- and, and light a goblin on fire with some sort of innate ability. So you, you do imagine that Beast Shape isn't going to be stopped by this.
4: I'm going to turn into a weasel and exult this way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the person trapped in the cage goes. (laughs) Do you go get your stuff?
4: I mean, yes. (laughs) Priority one is I need at least a portion of my stuff.
0: So you wiggle out of the cage. Into the carriage proper and find sort of a bag where all of your stuff has been shoved into, and yeah. just sort of, and you can open it up it with, with your little weasel claws. Out. Yeah. yeah. All right, and so that's what you're doing, which makes it ogre's right. turn finally, unless there's anything else you can do. Nope. All right. I mean, so the ogres sort of taken aback by the fact that they are not that while they are the biggest things in the area they are not. Like they, they're they're being killed, uh, they're confused, and they're going to lash out in their confusion. Uh, this one sort of pushes past the the one that uh, that uh, Corbin was set against pushes past the spiritual weapon because it doesn't actually impede them.
6: Uh, no, it's not it's not a physical object.
0: Yeah, and runs over to try to smash Corbin with a great with a great club. At which point you were set against a charge, so
2: does a fifteen hit. A Fifteen does hit. Okay, so they take an extra—they take two D8 damage because they take, uh, cause they take an extra damage. D8 from the charge. So there's that plus another D8. Let me quick—I'll uh, just use this. Oh, uh, so they take fourteen points of damage. All
0: right. Yeah. So this this ogre just runs up, and you just sort of duck and stab as its great club is coming down at you. And
2: as as it's running, since I hit, uh, I'm gonna. Use a combat superiority. I'm going to actually use a combat superiority to do another D8 of damage and trip it.
0: Okay. What does it have to do to resist the trip?
2: Uh, Make a strength saving throw. It's got to be to 13, which probably wouldn't be.
0: It rolled a 21.
2: Yeah. So it just takes another one of these, another five five damage, damage. and and I'm down. What's your armor class? 16.
0: Alright, so you nimbly do- you sort of get underneath and jab it with the spear, twist the spear a bit to get that extra damage in, pull back out and nimbly step, nimbly step out of the way as this great club smashes into the ground where you were just standing. Alright. Uh, meanwhile, the other ogres are attacking the members of the Cornite Rangers. One of them crits. The other one just hits.
6: Now that ranger becomes a paste.
0: <laughs> they're, they're a little bit tougher than that. Um, and this one bumbles up behind these guys heading towards the carriage. And the... are uh, Everyone else is sort of noticing that these guys are converging on that carriage as well. Uh, one of these rangers takes... Uh... An amount of takes 21 points of damage. Which does sort of stumble it, so you can, you sort of like, a uh, uh, um, uh, boulder and you're further back, you and you and uh, Selena can sort of see from around the cart one ogre just colliding with a ranger and it gets sort of knocked back, but his buddies catch him and bring him back to his feet. Uh, and then another one. Slams down on a ranger that just just manages to squeak out of the way of getting crushed completely by it. And that brings it back up to the top where it's Selena's turn. All right, this is going to be fun.
3: Um, Let me see to make sure here. Can he get a little closer? Um...
6: Yeah, I'm going to pull up the appropriate table. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm really, I'm really bookies glad he's up that here. Hour. I'm really glad that at higher levels I get subsequently fire resistance and then fire immunity. I mean, I did notice that everybody seemed to, all of the
3: PCs kept over 20 feet away from me. Unfortunately, I've moved within that for you. So if I roll that number, sorry. Um, and her goal is to cast. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, Chaos Bolt at that big motherfucker right there.
0: Well, you, 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 you do at least begin casting the spell. Yes. Which one, which one was it?
6: Uh, with the goblins and and hobgoblins. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So now. Now. D100. Yep. Uh oh.
2: It is not
3: there is only So, as Selena, I'm also okay with that.
0: Hey! Uh, gears up and launches uh, a, a magical spell uh, at this ogre. Go ahead and roll for your... Is it an attack spell? Uh, Chaos Bolt, yes. Yeah, it's an attack spell. And the attack determines its the, 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 the damage. and yes. so roll your attack so that was an <laughs> natural fortunately you were aiming at a crowd of enemies not a crowd of allies so right. this this, this uh, w- bolt of seeming pure, seemingly pure energy oh, sort oh, of, see it it conjures up
3: it would have been a specifically uh, it was a 6 so. or 6
0: yeah it was a 6 the first I was a oh, 6
3: geez. uh, uh then that would be poison.
0: Right. This this sphere of greenish fog cloud sort of uh, is conjured into Selena's hands, and as she prepares to launch it, the cloud just dissipates. Selena's hand passing through it, and then instead, uh, five Selenas appear, flowing in and out of <laughs> where she's standing. I,
1: <laughs> I think it's
0: five. Is it four?
3: Yeah, I think it's 1d4. Let me look at mirror okay. image. Yeah, look up mirror image because you just cast that on
2: yourself.
0: 1d4. So. It un- is not in my list of, pro- uh, a, of propeller. Pairs. A, number, a number of Selenas appear in Selenas' place.
2: Three illusory duplicates. Oh, three, okay. Okay.
0: So look up, familiarize yourself with that spell while we move on to High yep. Uh <laughs> who sees that there is a crowd of people gathering at the at the cart behind him. Keep on the ogres, men! He says as he moves to go deal with the goblin horde behind him. As I try to find his character sheet. Because being a GM for 5th edition, by the way, means you have to have a lot of pages open.
2: (laughs) It depends on how
4: many enemies you've got. At all
2: times. Yeah, when you throw a small army at us. I mean
4: you know small diverse (laughs) army. Multiple variations of allies.
0: Alright. He 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 moves back into this area and begins making attacks. Fortunately, all three of those hit. I'm clicking on the wrong screen again. Alright, and two goblins fall down. Just. He. So, he moves back into the area of the cart and just swings the blade. And as it swings, two goblins suddenly lose their heads. As the hobgoblin also loses its head on the backswing. Mm -hmm. And he just sort of stands and plants himself between the carriage and the enemies approaching it. His. Rangers continue to attack the ogre. That's happening. The, the ogres, that's happening over there, though. Uh, and we move on to hope.
7: All right. I swirl my blades in my hand, uh, and I'm going to make uh, two slashes at the goblin right in front of me because that hurt, and that wasn't nice. It's true.
5: So, it hurt, yeah, and was not we, nice.
7: Mm-hmm. Yep, so scimitar, and I get sneak attack on, on the scimitar... Uh I hit a twenty-two and short sword offhand, seventeen. I think those both hit. Yep,
0: both of those hit. Roll and roll. All damage. right. So
7: eight plus two. So ten. And 4 so plus two.
0: on the first strike. Damage. On the first strike, you kill the goblin. Okay. Would you like to redirect that second one at the one
7: yeah, next to it? Yeah. Yeah. Just sort of like. Yeah, All turn right. into the swing and
0: yeah, stab just, just Shoink and then pink. Yep. Mm-hmm.
6: Don't forget your sneak attack damage. Would you and, like to yeah, add sneak the sneak atta- attack damage to the second yep. attack?
0: Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, just one. Fortunately enough, as as this ASMR sort of standing amongst the adventurers, just cleaves down with a short with a with a scimitar, uh, slicing one goblin from neck to hip. And as it falls in a almost pleasingly symmetrical fashion, uh, you sort of flip that. uh, You flip that uh, short sword in your offhand, bring it Mm -hmm. back around, and just put it through the ears of the other goblin. Pull it back out, and both of them fall down—one in complete form, and the other in two parts.
7: Oh, it's that's very satisfying. (laughs) And that's my turn. Uh, I will important question: Do they smell uh, like fish?
0: No, you don't smell like fish.
7: Oh, wow! I smell like. Learned something today. We've all learned something. And I and I uh, continue the swing in a circle around to flank with uh, Corbin.
0: Off in the distance, you hear more fire and explosions as Tithian's turn passes. Uh, Corbin.
2: Okay. So, I am going to... Yeah, alright. I'll do that. Uh, I'm going to attack the ogre in front of me. And I'm going to... No, I'm not going to try to trip it. So, (laughs) 17 hits. Uh, That hits. Okay, so I'm going to do that. 10 damage. And then I'm going to... uh, Use my bonus action to second wind. All right. So, and
0: as you do that, the other adventurers that are with you circle about and continue their <sighs> attacks.
2: I regain three hit points. Yay! <laughs> uh, plus your fighter level. Oh, plus my fighter level. Okay, so yeah. six.
0: Wow! The adventurers' guild is really <laughs> showing up the rangers right now. <laughs>
2: that's right that's why I'm talking shit
0: (laughs) as almost all of them hit
2: the guy that didn't hit his name is Gary
1: (laughs) what I know a Gary he hits every time
3: Uh, it's the
2: Gary from Rat Queens.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah, know about that. One that's, goblin that's dies.
2: One goblin dies. Damn it, I, Gary! One
0: hobgoblin still up, and one oar still up over there as the adventurers make short work of their enemies.
2: I didn't get to kill the little fucker that stabbed me. All
0: right, that makes it
6: Baudrins' turn. All right.
2: One, two, three,
6: four. Boltron just steps up to a flanking position with Corbin on the ogre and strike, the, strike the hammer upon the anvil of war, forging life into death. One, and the and the spiritual weapon swings with the bonus action.
0: I
1: like that you then start counting. <laughs> Bam! It's like the count from Sesame Street.
0: How <laughs> many
2: licks does it take to get to the 24? center of the Tootsie Pop? A Twenty-four
0: hits. <laughs> 24 does indeed hit these ogres.
6: Eleven force damage.
0: Let me let me put it this way. If that 10 had been directed at an ogre not a hobgoblin, it would have hit. Let's put it that
6: way. (laughs) And then two and swing in with seat with the Siege Breaker. Alright. Misses. (laughs) Six misses, however.
0: So the the spiritual weapon comes in and bangs in the back of one knee and just
6: causes the ogre to kneel down. it's always a straight down motion because it's uh, a forging it's like a forging on an anvil.
0: Yeah, yeah. It comes in down and hits the back of hits the back of the knee in like calf area, which yeah. forces the ogre to kneel down and so your swing misses because of it. Mm-hmm. And you suddenly realize maybe I should have swung first. <laughs> because <laughs> the spiritual weapon has a better has a height advantage. Yeah.
6: Oh wait, no, I didn't swing with advantage, because I'm flanking. Fuck. Oh yeah, you are, you're you you are flanking. Go ahead. Oh, I should have done an advantage Still oh, well.
0: Still right. missed. <laughs> miss. no, no, it, it, again, it was just that, that for the, the spiritual hammer forced him out of the way. It was all the spiritual hammer's fault.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Goblins turns. Yep. Uh, goblins converge in a mad spree uh, on Lorien and begin making swings at him. We have lost video, by the way. On Sarah has lost, lost dropped the Connection. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sarah's internet entirely went out. Oh. Apparently. See I know that like feeling. Get, see if we can't get her back. Uh, in the meantime, we still have things happening, uh, and I will fix the screen in a minute when I'm when it's not my turn to make things happen. <laughs> Goblins, make your attacks. One, two, three, four, five. Wow, not one of them hits.
4: Well, I imagine his armor class is somewhere around thirty-five. It's not that
0: high. You can't get armor class that high in fifth ed. Yeah, you can. I tried. Um, No, it. It. They. they, I'm just gonna let
4: him wear nine bracers of defense on top of his (laughs) heavy armor.
0: They don't stack. Uh, so he's they they run up and they just start slicing at him, but none of their none of their blades can really find purchase. They just slicing off uh, sort of along the lines of the armor that he's wearing, and that makes it. Well, that would make it Sarah's turn, but Sarah is not here currently, so we're just going to say five is sort of mesmerized watching this the dude take all this punishment and not bleed. Uh, that makes it Hobgoblins' turn. Who? One of them attacks Corbin because he's sort of out of options there. Uh, Corbin, what's your AC?
2: Sixteen.
0: Sixteen, you say? I do say. Well, he misses, so
2: I will repost.
0: You will repost, which spins a superiority die to do what?
2: Uh, basically, if he misses, I get a free attack on him, and it does an extra D8 damage if I hit.
6: All right, go ahead make your attack. So use that a reaction
2: com- to punish someone.
0: Does that use yep. your reaction? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which you still have. So yeah, you're good.
2: Yep. Twenty-four. That hits. So there's that. And combat superiority. So 14 points of damage.
0: And you so he tries to swing at you with a sword. You turn around, smack the butt of the sword away, smack the sword away with the butt of your spear. Flip it over your shoulder and stab backwards into the throat of the hobgoblin. Pull it out, and the goblin collapses.
2: Yep, I do the Valkyrie move from from <laughs> For Honor. Just <laughs>
0: boink, boink, boink. <laughs> it's almost like it, it's 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 almost like you were saluting with your spear into his throat. Almost. And that makes it. And then the other hobgoblins sort of move up to to. Appreciate the goblins' works, but not be able to get in because they're blocking their way.
6: Boom. 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 Oh, looks like we have Sarah back. Well, at least okay. in full play. And
0: that makes it. Let's see if we get. It's turn. Sarah's not back yet. No. Uh, only on Skype, so that makes it Nix's turn.
4: Okay. Yeah. Um, I am a weasel. You are? I am tiny. You are? I don't do very much damage, and I don't have a very good two-hit. Actually, I have a better two-hit than do I it. do as a mortal. Uh, as a normal as do a humanoid. Weasels I, I are think, immortal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I meant. Um, no. <laughs> so, instead, I'm going to... Very sneakily, go around
0: here and just. How are you taking your stuff with you? Oh,
4: fuck!
0: <laughs> <Jerk>. <laughs> I you're a you weasel. said I
4: could carry my stuff.
0: You could get to it, yeah, and open up the bag, but you're still a weasel. <laughs>
4: okay, so that—that I was not clear uh, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got
0: to it. You couldn't, you can't pick it up and carry it because it's a lot crab. of stuff. Totem? I don't know.
4: Uh, in that case, <laughs> it, I'm not sticking around here for my stuff. Um, I'll just grab my totem in my teeth, and if I can grab my quarter staff, I will. But you can grab the that's totem. not you a priority.
0: You can grab the totem. The quarter staff is far too large. <laughs> okay. okay. Just bite onto you.
4: that totem. Totem, and then. That's definitely an interact, so I've got my full... Yeah, you do. Action to dash. Just getting as far away from here as I can.
0: Make make me a perception check as you hop out of the carriage. Okay.
4: Ooh, weasels. I have to do that with the weasel stat, but weasels get a thing on that. Yep. Uh, perception? Oh, wait. Mental stats are all...
0: Yeah,
2: mental stats stay the same.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> but I believe the weasels might have a senses thing.
4: Yeah. Weasels have pre- uh, keen senses.
0: senses. Keen senses will not apply to this. Roll.
4: Okay.
0: This is not something that keen senses would help with.
4: So that's... Uh, that's just Nexus stats, so... Thirteen.
0: So as you jump out of the carriage and hit the ground, you feel sort of a tingling sensation down your back? Make an arcana check.
4: Fucker Hunter's mark me. 18.
0: It's definitely some sort of divination tracking spell that apply- that was applied to you as you dropped out of the cart. Like, you don't think it was any person that, atta- that did it? You think it was the cart that did it?
4: Thanks, sir. I don't have any fucking sympathy for the people who abducted me and now are getting attacked by the Abyss for yeah,
0: That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. That's absolutely fine. Just know that you can be trapped right now. You you know that you are going to be trapped.
4: Yeah. Um but Yeah, I'm just headed generally in this direction away from the conflict. Wait.
0: All right. Um
4: you're heading taking north. a dash, I can get reasonably far with 40, with eighty feet of movement.
0: Yeah, you're heading. You're just heading north. <clears throat> um, all right. Uh, so welcome back, Sarah. Thank you. It's your turn. We're going to jump. Okay. Gonna jump back so Sarah can take her turn.
1: My apologies. Uh, Skype decided it was time to update itself, and who was I to tell it not to become a better app? It's <laughs> um, nobody apparently. Um, five is just going to sit in the cart. She doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't really want to get involved. She's going right. to sit there. That's fine.
0: That makes it, so Nicollet, that makes it the ogre's turn. The ogres are doing their best not to die. And failing. Uh, does a 21 hit you, Corbin?
2: It definitely does. You
0: take 17 bludgeoning damage.
2: Hooray!
0: Uh, it, the other two, however, missed their targets. Congratulations! You're the only one that got hit by the ogres this round.
2: Yeah, right. almost knocked me out.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you 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 sort of still I had
2: 18 hit points left.
0: Still congrat, <laughs> still sort of still congratulating yourself with the 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 good kill on the hobgoblin. You turn and look back at the ogre you were fighting as this great club just comes across the side and picks you up by the chin and just. Lifts you off your feet as it swings upward and past, and you just bounce up into the air, land back on the ground for for a minute, and just stunned
6: for a second.
2: Yeah, Woozy. Because, uh, I turned into of that, of, that one.
6: Speaking <sighs> of speaking of, speaking of for honor, you almost got conquered there. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah, head off, uh, and that makes it Selena's turn.
6: <clears throat> All right,
3: so. Um, I am going to... That didn't work out so well last time. I mean, it worked out fine. It worked out exactly how I intended it to. Um, I am going to... You guys seem to have things pretty well in hand down there, and I don't like that it over... missed, or didn't get hit last time, so I'm going to try to... Hit the same guy that I fired at the first time. Okay. Um. Now, nah, go ahead. I I, I won't tads of chaos this time. Fourteen.
0: All right. Go ahead and roll me another d twenty. Okay. I need to check the wild magic. All right, ten. Yep. this spell is successful. Nothing, nothing yep. weird happens. This spell uh, is
3: always successful. It's true, uh, and a fourteen does hit. So go ahead and roll damage. Because it's after you cast the spell that the surge may happen. <laughs> Otherwise, why would anybody play a Wild Sorcerer?
0: No, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, it successfully hits. I should have said yes. I'm I roll damage. Trying to. Oh,
3: that's because it's. So that is my choice of either four what is it four psychic damage or seven force damage and I'll have it do the force damage cuz more damage is good.
0: So 11 force damage.
3: Seven force damage.
0: I thought you roll 2d8 and one of them determines the damage of the one of them determines
3: that. the damage the other one determines the type.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
3: That's right. And you choose which is which.
0: That's right. <laughs> it's a
3: fun spell. <laughs> and if you roll the same on both, then it arcs to somebody else.
6: Yep.
0: Um Okay, right, so seven points of force
6: damage. Uh I I can correct you. On a hit the target takes two D eight damage. Yeah, no, I thought it One was two. One of the D eight tournaments type of damage. Yeah. I'm
0: about to say I thought they took both is... damage. Oh. Yeah. I think you're re- I think you read the spell wrong. It takes eleven. points so eleven. Fun spell a spell. Either
3: way, it's just a fun <laughs> spell that Well, punches- and in that case, it's going to be eleven psychic damage because that's more fun.
0: Okay. <laughs> so this this ever cha- this ever color changing sphere is summoned from Insulina's hand. Sort of focuses on it for a minute. It Let's
3: coalesces be clear. the
0: Selena's hands. Selena's hands. Yes. What all I of
3: the Selena's hands. Oh
0: yes, all of the Selena's hands. Yes. <laughs> they sort of focus on it and it turns a sort of a clear crystalline purple and then launch this clear sphere of energy that hits the ogre as it stops, realizes that it's bleeding from its nose and doesn't know why.
3: And continues. Wonderful. Um And I am going to... Do, 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 do... Because I will probably get charged at some point. I want to give them another target. So I'm running right up next to
0: Mr. Emberbeard. Who is behind his cart currently. He needs to be over here. He's up there.
3: I mean, close enough. Yeah.
0: I didn't move him. All right. <clears throat> that makes it Lorian's turn. Uh, Lorian actually is in a pretty good spot, uh, as he
6: is he a ranger with the Horde Queller ability? No, because that would be nice right
2: now. A yeah, Horde Breaker <laughs> would be nice. <laughs> uh,
0: no, he is not a Horde Breaker, but. He does have the ability to. So he, holding the great sword off to one side, he raises his left hand, um, and just sort of points a finger straight up, which sort of catches the goblin's attention. And at the tip of his at the tip of his finger, a small bead of fire appears, and he just flicks it out, and it f- it flows a bit of a distance away. <laughs>
2: fireballing.
0: Uh, it flows out to... there. And explodes in a 20-foot radius. Okay. He knows wow. what he's doing. Uh, as so those of you off the other side suddenly see a fireball explosion, that Completely takes out this row of goblins and hobgoblins. And does a, does a not insignificant amount of damage to the ogre.
6: DC zero! Well,
0: <laughs> oh, the DC is incorrect. It's much higher than that. Mostly because it's an NPC character sheet, and NPC character sheets are weird
2: a yeah. fake fireball, it was an illusion it
0: was an illusion the whole time the
2: only way it kills you is if you believe
3: it I mean that's not something in Roll20 that is specific to NPCs character, PC character sheets will often show a DC of 0 for randomly sometimes too Mm-hmm.
4: but sometimes managing spells for NPCs is particularly hard
0: so yeah Fireball went off there, exploded, sort of evaporating goblins, hobgoblins, <laughs> and, burnt, and severely burning this ogre that's still there. Um, and that makes it Hope's turn. Alright,
7: I'm moving up, and do I have advantage?
0: I don't know what your rules on flanking uh, You have is. to be able to draw a line between yourself and another ally. Okay, well,
2: okay. If you didn't move, you would still be able to.
0: So that is that, that yep. kind of does it, But if you where you were, you were flanking.
7: Okay, I'm I'm moving up for flavor. Okay, thing. that's fine. We'll see what happens. All right, so I have advantage and doing the same thing and scimitar first again because we gotta keep going that way. Uh, so, is it twenty three? Twenty three hits and short sword.
0: An eleven hits. Uh,
7: oh, okay. Ogre. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> So that's ogre AC nine.
0: Is ogre AC is nine.
7: Plus <laughs> four, 13 points of damage. Plus,
2: plus sneak attack. And sneak attack.
7: And sneak attack. For <clears throat> two. So, what did I say? It's nine, 13,
0: 15 total. So, how do you want to kill the ogre?
7: <gasps> yeah. Okay. Uh huh. So, slash <laughs> across. Uh, the chest stab and then as he's standing there dumbfounded and bleeding out uh, I'm just going to put my finger at the middle of his chest and push so that he falls away from the other
0: people yeah so you the, those of you around you. the ogre see this ASMR dash around leap up slice stab drop and then look up at it tilt her head uh-huh. Put the short sword away, reach out, and just and there's just this as he were falls over backwards.
7: That's why I moved there, because if I didn't, then the the direction that he got pushed would have been at an angle and that's not okay. So
0: Alright. And you hear one of the adventurers off to the side go, We should hire her. <laughs> And that's my turn. Right. Um, Tithuna yeah. is off killing things. Uh, Corbin.
2: That hurt. That also stole my ogre kill. So I'm going to 1, 2, 3, 4, <laughs> 5, 6 run to here and just huck my spear at this ogre right here.
0: Alright, make a ranged attack with it.
2: Yep. Yeah, my dexterity and strength are the same, so same thing.
0: And Eleven hits 11. roll damage.
2: Eight. Yeah,
0: you, damage. you you sort of move past the dwarf, clutching your side a bit, because you're still you were you were stabbed in the side and then clocked in the head, so you're a little dizzy right mm-hmm. now. And you just lean back, launch that spear, and it <clears throat> sticks in the side of the ogre.
2: And fuck it, I'll Yeah, I'll I'll go nuts. I'll action surge and pull off one of the hand axes from my belt and huck that as well. 19 19 hits. Eight.
0: So, how do you want to kill this (laughs) other?
2: When, so... I'm assuming he just got hit by the fireball, so he's going to look that way. A spear is going to hit him in the back, so he's going to turn to look at just what, what just happened to him, and then axe just right to the noggin.
0: And that's exactly what happens. Like, this fireball goes off, it's confused, looks that way. Spear, in the back, turns, looks that way, and just as it turns to look, there's this almost this slow-motion scene of this axe going in over in. And just... Right in the face, and it similar to the other one.
2: Better not have broke my axe.
0: You notice that on the other end, the the rangers seem to have pretty much finished off those other two ogres. They they've sort of there's like three rangers on each ogre, hanging off of it with spears deep in them as they collapse to the ground.
2: <laughs> all right, but yeah, that's all I can do.
0: Alright, that makes it Baldron's turn.
6: So, Aldrin steps over here. I believe is twenty-five feet. No, it's only fifteen. Okay, so two more. And uh, the spirit weapon moves as far as it can, which is only twenty feet. And still, still in the middle of still in the middle of his battle chant, just three and brings his hand back and thrusts thrusts it forward and casts guiding bolt which in his hand is a spinning um hammer that soars through the air.
0: At the attack? Who are you aiming it at?
6: At the hobgoblin. All right. 18
0: hits, roll damage. 13 radiant damage this gradient gold hammer and just goes through the, the hobgoblin's head and dissipates as the head also dissipates. <laughs> the hobgoblin being dead. Uh, that makes it five's turn. Actually, that makes it the goblin's turn. The goblin's sort of realize that they're the only two left freak out and begin to run away which prompts a reaction from Lorien who has the ability to use spells as a reaction
6: Warcaster yep he is oh, indeed yeah. a Warcaster
0: uh, who just flicks out his hand and three be- and, and the air between the goblins as they step away from him cracks and you hear this loud, uh, sort of shattering sound as he casts the spell Shatter, which. Good
2: roll. Somebody dropped a plate uh, somewhere.
0: Yeah, and they make Constitution save against and fail with a natural one. Um, and yeah, just these two goblins as they step away. The air between them cracks. there's a loud breaking sound and then they just collapse. And we are officially out of initiative.
6: And so uh, I
4: am trying to scamper up a roof in Assassin's Creed as quickly away from here as possible because out of sight, out of mind out of them checking that spell thing.
6: And Boulderin puts his hand down. strike the hammer on the anvil of war. And just puts his puts his weapon on the ground, and the spiritual weapon dissipates. Selena, it,
3: it, yeah, yeah, I was still looking at that.
0: Oh,
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: it doesn't it doesn't matter at the moment. <laughs> I mean, it kind of does for where I'm at,
5: okay. because
3: Selena says, is Regnar completely out of view. Yeah, he's behind the cart. Yeah. Okay, Selena's trying to steal a dagger from his place. Okay. Because
0: chaos, an opportunity. No, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, boy.
6: Oh, the Urban's question is, does the, over. does the other dwarf see it?
0: So, make a sleight of hand check. Uh-huh. And make a perception
6: I check. I will board. give
3: myself advantage on that. Okay.
6: You might, you might get past get Natural me. 20. Oh.
3: Why is it every time I give myself advantage,
0: the first roll is a 20? Just take it
4: as to be the advantage working.
0: You reach over and just slip a dagger off the table and into your bag. Perfect. (laughs) All right. So we have broken uh, so as as the the tension dies down and you're still hearing fighting in the distance uh lorian looks around looks at the looks at the cage sees one missing and just one's loose and moves sort of like sheaths the sword and as the rangers move to the cage and then start moving away um I'm gonna need Nyx to make me a stealth check as the okay. others.
4: That as, is going to be with the base stats I was checking. Yes, yeah. Physical
0: physical mm-hmm. physical things are with the beast stats. Um as
4: Yeah, the, I for some reason I thought that like keen senses and stuff I got the benefit
6: of, but I, never you thought. do, but that wasn't that wasn't something that your senses could help you with. Yeah.
0: Um sensing magic doesn't it doesn't matter if you have keen senses to detect magic being cast upon yourself. Um, and so I, as 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 the rangers head off to the north, um, Lorian looks at the rest of you. You all have my thanks for your assistance. If you come by the ranger's office after this whole mess has died down, there will be a reward for you.
3: Oh, I will be there. Yeah.
0: He looks over at Good. five and... They weren't supposed to bring back two of you. Do you mind talking with me for
1: a bit? See if we can sort this out. Um, She does not respond and just kind of keeps tilting her head and just existing.
0: Take that as a yes. All right. Uh, An 18. Let's see how the Rangers do. And since they are now enemies of you, technically you don't get to see what they roll mwahaha
4: oh so they weren't my enemies when they were pointing bows at me
0: they were then my mistake they weren't enemies when they were fighting off the ogres now that they're hunting you they are all right so, as, so are you trying to scamper up to a roof or are you trying to scamper down an alleyway or what are you trying to do?
4: Find a nook or cranny that humanoid-sized creatures couldn't reach me at, that sort of thing. All right, yeah. So, Roof you, seems the obvious place, but wherever would work given the architecture.
0: You sort of find like a drainage pipe and, uh, and, and scramper through it, climbing up. It looks like sort of like a rain drain pipe. It's not mm-hmm. the cleanest of areas, but you don't really care. You're a ferret. Um... And do you. Sort of we- weasel. Or weasel. It's the same. Weasel. Thing. Um, it is and, not. And pop out the top and sort of looking down into an alleyway uh, as the rangers go past where you just climbed in. Um, sort of like their spear is still out looking for an escapee, obviously.
4: Keeping my head down.
3: Right. Uh, Sorry. Um. Hmm? Who's
0: escape or who are you hunting down exactly? I'm just curious. Lorian looks back at the cage. I'm not sure if it's this one, but apparently some folks down south said that they saw what they thought was a abyss worshipping cultist or somebody up to nefarious nefarious Sh- intents hanging oh, out in oh. the forest south. Oh. Oh, we sent some rangers out to check it out and apparently they found somebody. This one doesn't have the look of a cultist about them though. He says, pointing at the singed and otherwise normally dressed uh (laughs) ish uh drow.
3: Well, I know I, for one, am certainly glad that you're keeping an eye out for such things. Um it's the last thing we need
6: to deal with. Right. Trust them Weasel (laughs) Scouts.
7: The cart's not broken.
6: Baldrin begins uh, moving back to his to his to his stall and checking up, making sure all of his equipment is still there. I oh. mean, yours is.
0: Like I said, you're <laughs> welcome to all stop by the uh, Cornet Rangers headquarters after all this is settled down, and we'll see about getting you that reward. And I'll see about dealing with Tithian. He says, sort of muttering to himself as he moves to and he moves over to the wagon and uh, starts drawing it away.
2: Well, I'd assume the southern gates are open now. Assuming you've you found who you're looking for, at not so, a, a, back. A,
0: over his shoulder. You hear? Not yet. It's not.
3: <laughs> so here's an important question, mm-hmm. which is also why I was kind of I, I was looking at. As near as I can tell, the majority of the adventures PCs versus goblin fight occurred in the general vicinity of where Selena had been. Mm-hmm. So how much of her stuff is completely destroyed?
0: So you look back uh, and you notice that for some reason, and it may just be a quirk of the whatever it is about you, your bag is completely untouched. <laughs> it's just She's off to one side. Over. Like not even any goblin blood got on it. And there's a lot of goblin blood went flying over there. Wonderful.
5: I
7: I wander after the cart a little bit. I so I think Hope would have noticed that the none of the bars were broken. Correct. Like no, the cage did not get broken in that fight. Um, and there's a lock presumably. Yes, there is. I'm taking a look at the lock. All right, to you're taking see... a look at the lock
0: while Lorian is dragging the cart.
7: Yeah, I'm just like looking. I I'm just curious how that person got out. All right, make a
0: perception. Whoever check. they were.
7: Yep. Not great at perception. Let's
0: see, mm. okay. yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. so you have you, got a good enough look on it. Now make an investigation check for me. Okay.
7: Uh, much better
0: investigation. Sixteen. Yeah. So you you, you sort of you're you're just sort of like trailing behind the cart, mm-hmm. trying not to be too obvious about what you're doing because mm-hmm. you really like you don't want to no. draw attention to this. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and you notice that the 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 bars are not. Very, very very it would have been difficult for a humanoid person to squeeze out to the bar so you're pretty certain that didn't happen uh the lock hasn't been tampered with you're not the only thing you could possibly imagine is some form of magic mhm
7: uh-huh. alright I slowly stop walking Yep.
0: <laughs> just do 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 do
7: uh-huh.
0: meanwhile yep. the wagon trundle 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 I turn around <laughs> All right, Nyx, You're up on a rooftop. What are you doing?
4: Um, so I can hold this form for an hour.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And aside from, if it seems like they have a pretty good beat on where I am, perhaps trying to relocate, but probably just sticking to where
0: I'm not. So they not are. Visible. They are. You're, you're able to see pretty pretty well from where you're at, what's going on down the streets below. The rangers are not leaving the area you're in. Um. And a couple of them have gone inside uh, various buildings. And you do hear sort of like the the call going out, and there are more rangers approaching the area.
4: I'm gonna try and sneak to somewhere
3: else. Alright, maybe another stealth check. Selena is putting her bag on or pack mm-hmm. on, and then just starting to make a casual walk around uh, around this general vicinity. She has no way of naturally finding this escapee, so she's lo- she's trying to casually keep an eye out, see if she runs into them. Make
0: me a perception check with disadvantage. All right. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Well, uh, so Ho- Hope was following the cart. Selena's heard about an escapee. I am assuming is trying to ingratiate herself with the guards, um, and is looking for an nineteen escapee.
3: with disadvantage, motherfuckers. That was, that was performance.
0: so performance. You- oh, My performance. Oh shit! That was performance. Oh, sorry.
3: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You are correct. What would the what,
0: uh, would, what would the subtract four from that? 15. Fifteen. Okay. So now you you never mind. You do not see. Ah. Uh, you do not God see damn anything. You, 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 you're looking around. You're Small l- letters. You you recall that there were two... You, you distinctly recall that there were two forms uh, in the cart. Mm-hmm. You you don't remember what the other one looked like very much. It was sort of shrouded in a robe the whole time. And so you're not really certain of what it was that escaped. Yeah. Um, what the rest are you doing?
1: Sitting in a cart. So sit cart. So five is not
0: interacting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Bouldren and Corbin.
6: Uh, uh, Boldrin uh, is packing up his cart and getting ready to move over to the Coronet Rangers uh, base because he needs a bit more income anyway. Yeah.
2: Corbin. Corbin's just gonna uh, sit on the nearest bench or anything that that will resemble a seat and uh, just kind of catch his breath after he. Prize the uh, spear and hand axe from the, the skull and...
0: Yeah, so you, you go over and you grab the... Blood sprays all over you as you rip the uh, spear out. Similarly um, when you rip the axe out. <sighs>
2: I'm gonna you take go a breather and do my down. short rest.
0: Yeah, you can take a short rest, you can, yeah, you yeah. A short rest and spin your hit dice. As Baldrin goes over, clank, 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 ting, 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 ting. ting. And then next door you see Ragnar doing the same thing. Well, I suppose it's probably time for me to go ahead and get going back up to Underhome. A little too much excitement in the city for me right now.
6: Too much excitement, not enough fail.
0: You're correct on both points, lad. Well, I'll be certain to keep a to keep a bar stool open for you when you get back to Underhome. <laughs> If you get back to Underhome, who knows? You might get wrapped up in some sort of crazy conspiracy theory or adventure thing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as uh, so many, as uh, so many hardworking dwarves do, and that's the excuse they give for not finishing their work that they're doing. He says, indicating the the hammer hanging off your back.
6: Well, the forge father's path is mysterious, and I am but the hammer on his anvil.
0: Right. Well, good on you. I'm going to be here, and he. Locks up the cart and wanders off to get a drink before he actually heads back. Oh! So you stopped following Uh, the cart. uh
7: Yep, I stopped. And I'm just sort of watching it go. And they're taking... Yeah. Mm Hmm... There's a weird cultist on the loose. That's weird. Uh, do I might know a faster way to get to
0: the... Uh, they're going to the rangers' headquarters, right? Yeah, they're going to the rangers' headquarters. It's over by the... Do I know a board.
7: faster way to get there? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, there's like you're not carrying a cart, so mm-hmm. you can definitely yeah. get there quicker.
7: Uh-huh. And... Uh, what was your name? I'm trying to remember character names. Uh... Lorian. Nope. Uh, not Lorian. Uh, Selena. You're not yep. near me, are you? You were looking around.
3: I mean, she's doing it. She is starting centrally, and, and she's going to to make a cylinder. So at this point, probably still yes. She's probably hey. still within sight.
7: Hey, you—the one with the fireball. Oh. Yes, the the flame things and the bright, shiny, distracting objects.
3: I'm good with. I go I'm
7: going
5: to
3: go find summer? out about a cultist. I mean, come on! There would be why not? Why not? I'm just curious to see what's going on.
7: All right, let's do it. I'm going to try and find a way to get a back there faster than the cart is and find some place to spy on like if there's a place where they usually do like interrogations okay, find sure. like a window to just sort of you know sneak under and
0: listen May- it. so you, you and if Selena, if you're following hope you both get there pretty quickly like it's okay it's, the city is large but it takes a lot longer to get from one side of it to another with a cart than it does on foot mm-hmm. um <laughs> So you guys managed to get there pretty quickly before the cart arrives. Um, make me an investigation check, both of you, if both of you are looking for a good spot to sit.
1: All nice. right. Okay. Oop. Nope. You just sit down in the middle of the street. 18 Already
0: so, so hope you're like you know I, the best place to sit would be inside. That yeah, inside would be the best uh-huh. place to sit. It's, it's, yeah. And you sort of start walking, and and Serena, you 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 realize that probably the only you're not. There's not like open windows on the front of the headquarters. It's all solid brick. Yeah. Um, Selena, you figured that you're probably not going to be able to sit outside and find informa- and find out information that they're talking about on the inside. At the same time, if you were to go in, it probably would be suspicious and awkward. Um,
3: <laughs> not if you said there's no windows on the front, are there windows correct. on the
0: back? Not that you can tell. It seems like it's just sort of a solid, a like solid construction building. With There's no windows anywhere on the ground floor. No, there that's
3: windows... fine. I don't need the ground floor. There are
0: windows further up. Uh, it, looks, it looks like it's about ah. a three-story building. There's windows like on the second and third story. Okay, it's not on the mm-hmm. first.
3: Um. So I don't believe I can. I need windows. Nope. Or I don't. Need first floor. I don't
7: floor. need it Windows. You just make
0: them. I need
3: Windows. I need first floor. I don't need first floor. That depends how tall are the stories. You always have to ask when it's a fantasy. Uh-huh. It's
0: about twelve feet between the air, okay. between floor and ceiling.
3: So I am going to I I am going to to gamble a little bit and hope that I'm teleporting into a room that I don't know or that oh, there's no! no oh no! Unfortunately, I can only teleport myself. Um... Uh, but she looks over, winks, and I'm casting Misty Step. Okay.
5: Motherfucker.
3: <laughs> so read to me what Misty Step does. Surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that you can see. Doesn't say it has to be on the ground, so if, as long oh, as I can true. see space...
0: That's true, you can see space. All right. You... And you find yourself in uh, what looks to be an armory of some kind.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Is there anybody in here with me? Not currently. The door is closed. Um, there are weapon racks sort of like lining the walls and armor st- armor-like stands as well, and it looks like this is part armory, part locker room. There's some like personal bags and belongings on, on off to the side as well, and a closed like an like an oaken door closed in front of you.
3: There's not much I can do in terms of finding out more information, so I'm just gonna start rifling through the personal belongings. <laughs> All right, you can make me an investigation check. Okay.
0: What are you looking for?
3: of valuable
0: things
3: okay. drugs <laughs> <laughs> drugs would be good too black tar uh, heroin drugs, one. drugs
2: are <laughs> <laughs> valuable to some people all right. <laughs> things of
3: value things of things that things that I could use to my personal advantage
0: okay uh, so you find first of all you find about 15, uh, 15 gold worth of coins a various, mm-hmm. a various coppers, silvers, and gold. And oh, um, more coppers and silvers than actual gold, but about 15 i up stuff. down all his gold. Yeah. Um, you find a couple of uh, gemstones. Uh, uh, you find sort of a, a, a opaque mottled blue gemstone. Uh, you find uh, sort of a gray-blackish one, another slightly more <laughs> light blue with bits of yellow flecks in it. Um. That's just, three. Yeah. Okay. A couple of, not a lot.
3: Couple is two. Couple three or more is few. It's true.
0: However, I'm the game master. I could have the door <laughs> open and if, and you be arrested immediately. <laughs> stop arguing with me. It's a couple. Okay. A couple of. Yes. Um. And you find a leather-bound deck of cards.
1: Oh no! <laughs> they, do they have naughty pictures on the back? Right now they're bound in leather. Okay. I thought you meant the box was bound in leather. Never mind. <laughs> I pocket
3: all of that. Uh, I am not going to go out that door because that leads to certain imprisonment. Okay. And I will use my second second level spell to misty step back out.
0: Roll me another... Roll
3: me a d20. I was waiting for... Just a second. I mean, in the interest of fairness, I should point out you have a wild surge already charged.
0: Oh, I do. That's right. You did use it. Go ahead and roll me on the wild surge table.
3: Uh Uh-oh.
0: 94. I am now... (laughs) But I did teleport. Still, you did teleport first. You did teleport first. So you, and when you reform, uh, you are a large. You are now a large creature instead of a medium-sized okay. creature. So from five foot
3: three. How tall am I now?
0: You went from five foot three to twelve foot six. <laughs> and okay oh boy and pe- you you sort of appear as this so 12 foot tall creature um, and you suddenly get a lot of attention looking your way as guards sort of look out and look at you and I smile and wave <laughs> look to where you came from because the mist is visible the it mist does moves. not say that the mist moves does it not
3: no, it says, and I quote, Briefly surrounded by silvery mist, you teleport up to 30 feet to an occupied space that you can see.
6: Yeah, it's more like it's more like the mist surrounds you okay. and then you vanish. Okay,
0: we'll go with that. Though. We'll go with that. So, so yeah, just, pff, just sort of look at you confused. I shrug. They make insight rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hmm. make me a uh, deception roll 24 Ooh. <laughs> they look at you confused but they don't look like they're going to do anything because you didn't actually break any laws And I'm like
3: chaos happens they're just sometimes. confused so I get down to a knee so I can I can, can <laughs> not be shouting down uh, to open like I couldn't get any I couldn't see anything. Um,
0: unfortunately. I couldn't see anything. Unfortunately, and I
3: am whispering, <laughs> so I know that it's still a giant ball
7: but. of chaos.
0: This is gonna work well. <laughs> <laughs> and at about this time. <laughs>
3: okay does that
7: happen often to you
3: it's uh, yes but it's a good thing it's fine Um, while I'm down here no I'm kidding and she stands up (laughs) Um, so I don't think I don't think we're going to be able to uh, get a good view in there I'm more interested in the escapee.
5: Hmm.
7: Yeah. I was hoping that listening in would give us some sort of indication of where they might have gone.
3: I think our it, only real. He was kind of talking as if. The person who was in there wasn't didn't really have anything to do with it, though.
7: Hmm. True.
3: True. So, well,
0: let's see what we around. can find. Yep. Uh, and roughly, as you guys finish that conversation, you see uh, t- uh, Lorian coming around a corner with the cart.
6: How long does it take my cart to get there? Because I'm not—I'm not like moving with an entourage. I'm just one person in a cart.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it'll take you a while to get there as well. Roughly the same amount of time it took Lorian to get there, because mm-hmm. you're still moving with a cart. Yeah. <laughs> Um. back to Nyx so you have managed to traverse a couple of rooftops but you you do notice that whenever you move the rangers seem to move with you like you're just sort of you feel like you're sort of just staying out of their peripheral as you're moving
4: <laughs> still only lasts an hour um, do I see anyone that's not rangers around
0: uh, yeah, there are some there are other civilians, but they're mostly staying indoors because the city was just attacked by abyss spawn creatures.
4: <laughs> Any little kids that might find me cute. Ooh.
0: Make an investigation check. With disadvantage.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Look, it's been years since I've been in a city and I kinda got mind wiped, so I'm not sure exactly
0: how this works.
1: That's fair. Yeah.
0: Oh, two. This is vintage. Uh, no. No young ones, no anything like that. You do ever notice that there's been an uptick in the amount of rangers around? <laughs> oh, good.
4: No one else, like, I recognize or seems more. None of those, none of those people that seem to be arguing with the rangers when we started.
0: Um, yeah, you'd probably see a few of them, but they, they're more interested in making sure that things are locked down and not in, like, sort of getting in the way of the Rangers. You do see, you do see, uh, the man clad in all black armor with, with the red fringe and cloak and spear uh, walking down an alleyway. Did he seem like the one that was with the Rangers or the other one? He was definitively the one arguing with Lorian. Okay. With the, with the captain of the Rangers.
4: Yeah, I wasn't sure how clear that was.
0: That was that was opinion. pretty clear, yeah. This is also the one I that might... burst into so flames. If,
4: and... I, if I notice that the rangers are definitely following me, I'm going to see if I can angle myself head in a direction that leads the rangers into a collision with him.
0: Okay. Make me another stealth check.
6: Here's where that natural one comes in. <laughs>
0: 10. Okay. So you... You figure that the, the best way to sort of lead them in that direction is to actually get down on the ground and, and go, because he's not staying in alleyways. He's walking down the street. It looks like he just stepped into the alleyway to, 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 like, cross to another street. And so you... Get down, go out on the ground, turn, and... You, so you, you get down on the ground and turn to look to the left... And then you look to the right, and as you lo- look to the left, there's nobody there, you look to the right and there's a bag over you. Uh-oh. Mm. Okay, well, that happens. Okay. Drop my
4: fucking beast shape.
0: Alright, so <laughs> you suddenly erupt into this cramped bag, which splits at the seams. Um... And you are now mostly covered by the remains of this bag because you popped out the other end. Standing, I can,
4: I can choose to have my equipment come with me. I'm assuming that counts. The cloak would count as such.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're covered by the cloak uh-huh. as well. Um, and yeah, you're sort of, you, there are sort of three rangers there, one of whom that had tossed the bag over <laughs> you, standing within arm's reach of you.
4: So this is two counts of abduction then. Where is your city's government exactly?
0: Two of them sort of level spears at you. Well, if you come with us, you'll find out.
4: I don't deal with thugs. Um.
0: Are you, do you, do you cooperate? Trying
4: to figure out which of my spells is the more appropriate range. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm.
4: Because, yes, I'm making this difficult. Sure.
0: And uh, you sort of like you sort of look over your shoulder as you're contemplating what you're gonna do and you do see Tithian walking past like the other end of the alleyway.
4: Yeah, and, and I'm saying this very loudly and very explicitly.
0: Yep.
4: It's not showmanship so much as it is the actual truth. Um But you know, I was saving this using with the sorcerer character, but you know what? Let's just do it now. I'm going to cast Warding Wind. What does that do? Um, I will just flop it in the chat because I don't have the spell card quite ready
5: yet.
0: A strong wind, 20 miles per hour, blows around you in a 10-foot radius and moves with you, remaining centered on you. The wind lasts for the spell's duration. The wind has the following effects. It deafens you and other creatures in its area. It extinguishes unprotected flames in its area that are torch-sized or smaller. The area is difficult terrain for creatures other than you. Attack rolls of ranged weapon attacks have disadvantage. They pass in or out of the wind. It hedges out vapor, gas, and fog that can be dispersed by a strong wind. Alright. That's fine. So you cast the spell and the, the rangers do sort of like step back as the wind explodes out from them. And one of them reaches into their bag and produces an item which is flung at you. As I am looking Uh-oh. for the description real quick.
2: I have an idea of what it might
1: be. Cannon's <laughs> Magnificent Prison.
0: Does I need to know if this requires a... attack roll, or if it's a saving throw. Manus.
4: I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder weird. if a thrown item
0: calls as a thrown attack. It, it, it does, if it is something that they have to throw.
4: And if it's not, maybe it's a vapor, nope, gas, etc. Nope.
0: It is a ranged attack roll, so let's see if they can hit you with disadvantage. Yep. So yeah, this sort of three, this sort of uh, three-inch sphere just flings out at you. and they have disadvantage What's your armor class?
4: I'll call it 13.
0: Well, their their higher roll was a 22. Their lower roll was a 14.
4: Fuck them.
0: So, yeah. this wind erupts from out of you and you sort of you sort of get this victorious feeling that yeah, you you know, you're going to make this difficult and sort of get away from them. <laughs> and as you sort of like have your hands out pushing away this metal sphere like sort of almost comes eye to eye with you and catches your eye and as it does it erupts in these sort of iron bands that wrap around you locking your arms behind you and your legs together and you just hit the ground.
4: Seriously? Who let's Damaged, dangerous individuals wander around a city randomly abducting people.
0: And so Tithian looks, like, sort of stops and looks down the alleyway and just hears, doesn't hear you because there's deafening wind around you.
4: I know. I don't talk to other people. I talk to
0: myself. He looks and, like, sort of sees this person on the ground, wind flowing and rangers dealing with it. Uh, Sighs and keeps walking. Is this
3: this isn't in the vicinity where
0: we were? Is make it? perception checks both of you? Okay, yeah.
4: probably not all that far away, if I'm being honest, because I did have a second plan. Apparently, I'm terrible. At...
3: Oh man, I almost mm, fuck it. I'm giving myself advantage.
0: Okay. Oh no,
3: <laughs> which gives
0: me an eight. <laughs> with advantage. Fortunately, it's a DC 5 to notice a loud explosion of wind on an alleyway nearby. Well, then uh, it's good woo. that I rolled because my other one was a 4. Yeah, but that would have been your second roll, not your first.
3: Yeah, I know. It's always <laughs> the first roll that seems to be the one that's best.
0: So, Just yeah. Just counted as being advantagey anyway. So, yeah. Uh, you Yeah, you both hear this commotion. So there's a pause, look over at Hope, look back, and start moving in that direction. Yeah, How long? Like what's the What's the duration of that spell? By the way. Um, I
4: think it's concentration. Give me a second. Um, warding okay. wind is concentration up to ten minutes. And no, I'm not fucking dropping right. it unless they
0: make me. Yeah. So you guys see this uh, trio of rangers carrying a completely bound individual in sort of like these metal bands, completely locking them and making them immobile and unable to move. Um, and just carrying Actually, them out.
4: I want to make a disputing ruling sure. question. Mm-hmm. Typically carrying someone is encumbered, which is half speed. Yes. And the wind, wind creates difficult terrain.
0: Yes. They're moving real slowly. They're
4: not moving very fast.
0: They, they would be encumbered if only one of them was carrying you.
3: Mm-hmm. That's a fair point.
0: Yeah. They're still not moving so, like, super fast, but they're moving. They're moving at half speed.
3: Once we turn then, around the corner and see this,
0: yeah, you see. I look over at Hope. How many are? How many guards are there? Three, two carrying Me. the person and one leading the group. Um, do what you can. Do
3: what you can about the other two, and I start walking forward what? with a smile. Yeah. All right, what? And I'm casting turn person. Okay. No. Agent of chaos. Roll me a d20. <laughs> All right. What? I have to remind you again. I've already. I no, you, you, have, you have.
0: You have already cast the spell. Yes. Roll me a d20. Okay. No. He. No. He
6: has. He has tides of chaos. He has used tides of chaos. I am really. reminding you again. I used yes. tides of chaos. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry.
0: That's right. Yeah. No. It's roll a D 100 Sorry. I. I messed up. Just... I. I said the wrong thing. <laughs> I meant to say roll a d100.
3: Okay. So 65. 50 um I up am to three creatures you
0: person. Oh no, 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 up 65. to three... Up to 3 creatures you choose <laughs> 33 of you take 40 10 lightning damage. <laughs> <laughs> so that's three hopefully dead guards.
6: Oh Suddenly
7: no! Roll lightning roll Now we're gonna be on the run. That's gonna be a whole thing.
0: <laughs> Chaotic neutral, so, motherfuckers. You cast oh, you cast charm person, but it doesn't matter because the person then takes lightning damage. Hey <laughs> fellas, how are you? Shazam! I'm doing this three times. <laughs> I don't know, roll once.
3: Okay. Well, there's you know, 23 favorite. lightning damage to f- to three people.
0: We were so,
4: potentially injured in the previous fight,
0: so not with me, but with the goblins. Lightning strikes. By the way, they're holding the person wrapped in iron, so Nyx also takes 23 points of damage.
4: So I am that- unconscious.
0: All right, the <laughs> wind drops. Okay. As the wind drops, the guards get hit by lightning, identify the person that was walking towards them, and another one of these spheres comes flying out. They no longer have disadvantage because the wind is gone.
1: This game okay. is going to be called Sorry. Everyone Gets Arrested and No Adventures Happen Ever.
2: <laughs> Except for Corbin, because yeah, he's fine. part of the yeah. adventuring guild. What's your AC?
1: <laughs> it's fine. Uh,
0: currently, my AC is... Is it, is it higher than 21? No. Okay. Uh he persuade. So you walk forward, raise your hand, cast your spell... Lightning strikes, you get hit with a ball and become very similarly wrapped up like the other person that you saw and hit the ground. Okay. Uh,
6: so. I wasn't
7: with her officers.
0: <laughs> Make a you were check. so clearly with
6: me. Make a deception check.
1: With when, when, uh, does, this is when does the local
6: neutral cleric walk around the corner? Hang on.
1: Thank you for. Thank you for saving me, officers. (laughs) I was so scared she was going to cast that same lightning thing on me, officers. Thank you.
0: Fortunately, there are three of them, and they each have one. So I,
3: As I'm bound, I call it. I did not intend to attack you. Your armor class
4: is
0: 11, right? Fully armor. Yeah,
5: it's
4: terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't worry. I think they just go about doing this randomly if they don't like someone's magic. You're unconscious.
0: You're unconscious.
4: That's true. Right. Well,
0: you're not mouthing it changed at all. Changed my mind. Uh, so, so, so like, all three of you. Let me know when I need to make that death save. By the way, where you were you brought to exactly? How far below were you brought?
4: Um, tw- I have nineteen hit points,
0: twenty-three, so four. Okay. Well,
1: yeah. Do I make a death saving throw? <laughs> this it's one's going to be called. Some uh, people go to prison and Aaron makes a new character.
0: <laughs> Nyx dies episode that's, one.
1: That's the episode that's
0: title. Fortunately, the guards no, are not... It's
4: called The Guards Get in Trouble for Killing Me Instead
1: of Arresting Me.
0: <laughs> I for- mean. Fortunately, the guards know they're not supposed to kill people just randomly, so they... Have
1: you seen the modern justice system, guys? They
0: they pull out... Uh, and I wasn't going to make that
1: joke. Uh, they, they,
0: they sort of... Pull out uh, like a medical kit and bend down and start applying first aid to Nick to stabilize, which they do. So you're still unconscious, but you are stable. You're not. You don't have to make another roll. Um, and Baldron, right about now, you're rolling around the corner as you see three guards lugging three people wrapped up in iron bands down the street.
6: I <laughs> did. Dying heavily
7: the entire time.
6: I I look at the three guards and they look like they just got zapped by lightning. <laughs> they do. Yes. I just look at them Rangers, you alright. You need the ministrations of a clinic. That
0: would be nice, yes.
6: All right, all right, all right. Give me one moment and I just I use my 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 remaining first level spell slots and just cast cure wounds on each of them once.
1: Yeah, okay. That, that that's enough. Thank you for siding with our oppressors.
6: <laughs> You're not
1: there. No, I'm not, and I don't know that I'm being oppressed either, so it's okay. Um
3: I am going to oh god. This I'm not is, being a uh, don't
1: do anything. I am going oh, to no. as a
3: bonus action spend 2 of my sorcery points oh, no. to get a second level spell back. Okay. And I am going to cast Misty
0: Step. No! Oh no. Can I tell she's casting something? <laughs> what are the what are the component requirements of Misty Step?
2: Uh I that is a good verbal. Yeah, it's just really nothing. It's the get out of jail. (laughs) Yeah, it really is.
4: Speaking of which, wait until we're actually in jail to use the get out of jail. That's fine.
2: (laughs) Selena does not
3: doesn't make good judgment calls. Make me a constitution saving throw. A constitution saving throw. Yes. Okay, you're you're trying to teleport
6: out of the iron bands of Bolaro.
1: Yeah, it's real bad. I feel like that's a poor choice from what everyone just said. I gotta say, guys, the new (laughs) Skype update makes you all look fantastic. Yay! That's nice. Like, the video quality is primo. Okay, so yeah. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, Skype. the bands
0: collapse as you misty-step away. Uh, The guard, seeing this in reaction, runs over, scoops it up. Where'd you misty-step to? Uh, 30
6: feet... As near to an alleyway as I can. Uh, is that still within sight?
0: Yes, it's still within sight
6: currently. Use my second level spell slot. Cast hold person. <laughs>
0: so, as the guard <laughs> is
1: getting ready, we're going to gonna throw, get a lot of great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, what's the this DC on hold
6: person? And what's actually the, what's the... misunderstandings? Uh, my saving throw is fourteen.
0: It is. It would be hilarious that this could all, all have been explained much easier. All right, uh, Sunny, so you make a wisdom saving throw.
3: Uh, I'm taking advantage on that Okay.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I like I really like
3: I really like how when when it was the fight where it honestly didn't matter because I'm pretty sure there was no way we were going to lose I was rolling like nothing but 15 or above Oh. Now that it matters, I'm back to rolling how I roll. <laughs> so I rolled two rolls. One was a natural five, the other was a natural two, and I have a wisdom of eight, which is why she's doing all of this.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> thank you, Cleric. And they apply the iron bands to you again. This time they don't have to throw it, they just walk up and tap. If you wouldn't mind giving us the assistance to bring them back towards the headquarters.
6: Certainly. If you'd like, you can load them onto my cart. Shoot them, shoot them, shoot them. I was actually headed that way to retrieve payment for the fight earlier. Oh, course.
0: well. Thank you for your assistance. And they help you so drag was the
5: cart.
7: <laughs> but now. The $8 million. That, like my, that
2: payment's paid. going towards bail. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So lawful neutral. Meanwhile, legally <laughs>
4: abducted. Also lawful evil.
0: Back at the Rangers headquarters, five. You have been removed from the cage and given uh, some food and 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 uh, like sort of a, a mug of wine, um, and sat in in a fairly com- reasonably comfortable chair in a small sort of five by five room. Uh, that has uh, a couple of torches and and sort of up higher up so it's not heating the room too terribly much. Um, And uh, the man in armor that brought you in here is sitting across from you, Lorian.
1: She is sitting cross-legged in the chair, and when they give her the mug, she takes out her own mug and, like, clinks it like, cheers!
0: Alright. There's nothing in your mug.
1: Nope, there's not. That doesn't matter.
0: So... Can you tell me who you are?
1: Five.
0: Is that a nickname? Is that a title?
1: Five.
0: Hmm. My men said that you came out of the abyss while they were returning with their captive. Do you remember anything before that? Papa?
1: Papa? No. Five.
6: He sort
0: of looks at you. Uh, I think we're going to need a cleric to take a look at you.
6: As the cleric is walking in the door.
0: (laughs) Stay here. Eat your food. We'll be back in a minute, okay? Five. Right and he gets up and he walks out the, the room is left unlocked you're not guarded you are just need he just asked you to stay here um and he walks out rough in a, and and roughly at this time he still steps outside corbin you're there waiting ah yes what's the foo- what's the food by the way it is a like a leg of lamb uh a leg of okay. lamb and some bread and cheese okay
1: and then a a goblet of wine Okay. Um, he is drinking out of the empty mug and does not seem to know that it is empty. Alright. <laughs> uh, steps outside. Ah, yes.
0: Uh, you're with the Adventurers Guild, correct? Yeah. Well, if you'll come in, we can arrange payment for your assistance. Thank you very much for your handiwork as well as those of your fellows. Tithian should be around here sometime soon to collect payment for the rest of your group.
2: Yeah, we like taking your guys' gold.
0: Yes, I know. Come on inside, and he'll All right. lead you in. I uh, take you over to basically where the, the sort of like the reporting desk is for the Rangers. Um, <clears throat> lean over to the to the, the person on the other side of the, the counter, and so uh, go ahead and pay out twenty gold uh, to the showman as well as to anybody else that comes in looking for the reward for assistance earlier today. There was only a few of them. If anyone comes by looking like they probably didn't do anything, let me know, and I will verify.
2: I'll hang out and I'll verify too.
0: If you would, I'd appreciate that.
2: Yeah. And he he
0: wanders off to the back. Uh, a little while later, Tithian appears. Tithian arrives, uh, walking in the door, spear sort of like resting on his shoulder.
2: This guy wasn't there.
0: Tithian <laughs> I looks say over jokingly. <laughs> No, actually, you're right. I wasn't. Um, I left and proceeded to end the rampages of other monsters elsewhere in the city.
2: But Yeah, no, that's what I said. Thank you for verifying.
0: <laughs> Is Lorien already here?
2: That's who told me to hang out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll I'll say yeah, and he went that way. All right.
0: And he walks past you, and then, roughly af- as he walks past you, that's when three slightly singed guards, carrying three people bound in irons and followed by uh, Baldrin, walk into the room. Uh, and they actually
6: cast your wounds times. So you also,
4: I want to clunk. give you a retroactive shame waggle for the cleric that didn't heal the unconscious person.
1: The guards did that <laughs> before the cleric even showed up. It's, no, you, apparently you, I, stable. I was stabilized.
6: If That's you're cool. stabilized, you're not dying. <laughs> you well, finally have no law. law.
1: I have law no law interest law. in you, Lassie, unless you're dying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so sorry. So sorry to all our international fans.
0: Clink, 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 clink. Uh, they, they walk over to the desk. Three for Captain Lorien. One was the escapee from earlier in the morning. The other two assaulted, assaulted rangers. I it! Mean, i assaulted
3: no one you hit us with lightning bolts i did not cast
0: anything lightning oriented it just happened it just happened all over the three of us and our captive yeah that was really unfortunate (laughs) but it
6: (laughs) how but i
3: didn't do it
6: how huh? how obvious is that dagger, by the way, Selena, that you that you recently grabbed?
3: Um, it's in my pack with or probably it might even be on my belt with the other two. So
0: There's a bunch of bars. You can make an you can make a perception check with disadvantage, because yeah. she's kind of wrapped up in iron.
6: Yeah. I'm just trying to see if I recognize the maker stamp from No, probably not. <laughs> no,
0: it's it's hidden. The maker stamp is distinctly different though from the other two, but um I no no on the ground and We'll get the truth out of you yet, don't worry.
3: I
5: mean, you
0: already uh, did. Anything else
3: is going to be wasting your time, and it's time we could probably better spend doing something else.
7: Can I just get my right. gold
2: Right. <laughs> and they, yeah, no, they were there. Thank you. Thank you. They were.: I don't know what you guys yes. did since then, but they were there.:
3: I fucked up an ogre. Thank you very much. And then oh, you no, I, hit us was with was lightning bolt. No, I did not hit.
6: I any give me an evening's prayer, and I'll be able to extract the truth myself. If you need me.
0: Oh, we're gonna. Ha- oh, we have adjudicator that can come by and do it.
2: Shit! What did you guys do? What? A... They, they, they,
7: they not me. They attacked guards. I,
3: uh... I did not attack guards. I actually
4: didn't either. I'm unconscious.
0: <laughs> At this point, Lorian walks back into the room with Tithian, and they—they are—they are—they are not arguing currently. And Tithian sort of looks over the group of them. Lorian also looks, and then almost in unison, they both facepalm. <laughs>
6: And, uh, and, and, and Boldrin just kind of chuckles and, like, tips, like, is, like, is there, like, an urn somewhere, like a, like a garbage urn somewhere? Yeah. I'm like, he, sure. like, like tips some, tips tip, tip some of the ashes from his cigar into the garbage and puts it back because he's chuckling.
0: <laughs> I see we have our captive and two additionals. No. Lorian says the guards begin to explain what happened that they found the captive and then they were bringing her back or him back. And then the other one came up to them and cast lightning bolt on them. And they were all absolutely
4: factually so true.: run, running stats. Now first take in the misgendered Nick box.
0: Um, and like the whole time with Selena arguing, Tithian looks over at Lorien. They're right next door. You want me to go get them? Yes, please. I'll be back. And Tithian walks out the door. Lorien <laughs> just looks over at the clerk. You know, you wouldn't happen to have any sort of something for a headache, would you?
6: Uh actually, um I see let me see if the uh poisons are ritual spells
1: um i'm, a, I'm out Wizard guy
6: i've uh i've um expended most of my readily available divine powers for the day let me see if i can call upon anything over a longer period uh let's see if any of the like nullify poisons or anything or ritual spells while that's happening go ahead and- yeah
0: well, yeah, that, that, that's mostly a joke, but after a while, uh, another figure comes in from, the, uh, from the, the door following Tithian, who comes back in. Uh, it's a tall, slender woman, um, wearing, sort of looks like, uh, it's a robe that's very much tied like a toga would be. Um, it's sort of holding itself in place, and b- embroidered with the insignia of a scale. Um, that has a scroll wrapped around it. Um, and this person has sort of a, a, a... It's a blindfold on their face, but you don't know if it's working very well because there's just two glowing orbs where the eyes would normally be. Like, like, behind it, just glowing through it as they walk through into the room. The when they walk into the room, I need everybody to make me a wisdom save. Everyone in the room. Except the person who's unconscious and therefore can't be affected by this.
1: And I'm not in the room, yes?
0: Uh, no, you're, you're for There's asleep. no advantage. I, 13,
6: but... I, 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 ro- I rolled with disadvantage. It should be 24.
0: Yeah. Uh, Baldrin, you're fine, but you do know what this is. This is an aura of tranquility. Uh, mm. It's sort of just, it's something that uh, the the adjudicators in particular uh, exude in order to make people more calm and, and less <laughs> emotional and erratic around them. Uh,
6: I, I'm a cleric of the forge. I'm already steel focused. So uh,
0: Corbin, Corbin, Selina, and Hope, you calm down.
7: There it is. Good.
0: Calm. Like, yep. You, there it you, is. You, you go. You go. For any, any level of agitation you may have had previously is, is has evaporated. And it's just, just in this person's presence, you are
6: calm. I, I, I kind of, I kind of hold my cigar for a second and look over at Lori and That help? How well do yes, I actually? I make an Arcana roll to know
3: the spell?
0: Sure. Make an Arcana roll. Uh, you know there are spells that do similar things, but this is actually not a spell. You you actually because you're a fire ganasi, you, you you have a little bit more of a, t- a twinge for innate abilities than others do. Mm-hmm. This is something innate to this person.
6: Okay, paladins. Paladins uh, of, um, of the oath of redemption. Um, or monks of one of the other oaths, or one of the other
3: orders. Well, then. do I know whether it is something that can sometimes be resisted?
0: Um, you're not certain you've never, this is your first time experiencing
3: it. I will play it. Okay.
0: Because the choice was, she wasn't really that
3: upset at that moment. Anyways.
0: Yeah, no, no, but it's, Um, it's, so it was a matter
3: of whether she continued to play upset or not. And and it's 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 sort of a
0: feel that it's sort of a feel like, yeah, you could, you could theoretically continue to play up being upset,
3: yeah, I'm but, not going to. But
0: that feels like a lot of effort right now. <laughs> you're really mellow right now.
4: I mean, so what yeah. you're saying is this person has a drug aura at all times.
6: <laughs> kind of. It's the weed aura. <laughs> it's the weed aura. Um, I'm already smoking a cigar.
3: It's kind of not <laughs> getting to me. So I'm confused by that description. I don't get the
0: option to act like I'm upset. Uh, you that? can. You can act okay. like you upset, yes. It just... It, even even if you were to act like you're upset, it would just feel like a lot of effort. You can still do that. You can push yourself to do it. It's just, it feels like more work than is necessarily necessary. That's what I mean by, by it's a calming effect, but even if you were already calm, it still is having an effect right. on you.
3: Yes. Um, No, this is, this is not, that was not, it would not be an emotional choice on her part. Yes. It would be an intelligence tactical choice on her part. Yes,
0: and you could still do that. Yeah, she's playing it safe, though. Well, then, it looks like we've got a bit of a fuss. And as this person talks, she talks very, she talks almost like a, like a, like that teacher that understands you're upset and knows everything's going to be okay. Like, mm. just, it's all right. Oh. Um, and
4: I would like to spontaneously <laughs> develop the ability to cast blight
0: on her. Or unconscious. <laughs> well then, Lorian, if you would like to maneuver them wherever you need, I will be with you when you ask your questions. Thank you. And, uh, he, they proceed to, the guards proceed to carry you guys, the three of you that are in shackles, into individual rooms. Okay. Um, and then he goes first to the one with Selena in it, because Selena is the one that does the more immediate threat. Um, he sits down she, she comes in behind the door closes uh-huh. re- he reaches over and uh, mutters a phrase and punches the thing on and like po- pokes uh. part of the part of the bands and they <laughs> form back into a ball he catches Thank you. it you're welcome if you wouldn't mind having a seat yes what's in his bag sits down I'm High Captain Lorian of the Cornite Rangers
3: yes I'm yes uh, my name is Selena. hmm so, the pleasure.
0: Would you mind explaining what happened that got you in that mess? So <laughs> I
3: and the the um, uh, the the woman I I'm t- I don't even know her name. We pretty much just met. Um were, were uh walking and turn around the corner and saw those guards with That individual who was also in those bands. um, uh, We're very curious about this, these, these, these uh, story about this cultist thing. Um, So I approached um, and simply wanted to, Ask the ask. The, there were there were three of them. I was I approached the the one in front. I wanted to ask, um, it's just some more information about it. Um, and so it is sort of my fault, but chaos sometimes strikes around me. I don't intend to do it, and lightning struck. I didn't purposely attack anybody I certainly did not cast lightning bolt on them that is a very different thing um, that I cannot even do for the record and then the immediate reaction was not what just happened the immediate reaction was imprisoned being concerned about this I attempted to escape because I was worried about my well-being. They did not seem to be exercising good judgment in that capacity. Um, and then that cleric who was out there stopped me. And then I was brought here. There is not a single lie in that. There is simply lies of omission.
0: <laughs> so make a, make a... Make a it's still gonna be a deception roll. Okay,
3: I will give myself advantage on that shit.
0: Hey, it actually worked to have advantage this time. I got a twenty three. So he looks. He, he looks like he genuinely believes you. Uh, no, that that. I mean, I I apologize for the behavior of the Rangers, but it's quite all right. I
3: understand. I mean, it is a. It, I understand that inclination.
0: He looks over, uh, Harita. And she looks down at you, tilts her head. You get this sort of tingling sensation down the back of your spine. Mm Mm-hmm. And she smiles at you. It's an unnerving kind of a smile. (laughs) Okay. Nothing that was said is incorrect. He looks at her. Could you be a little bit more... less vague? And she looks down at you. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
3: Well, I was concerned... That approaching the guards, they might have been hostile. So I did happen to cast, try attempt to cast a charm spell. I don't know if it even worked.
0: That is the entirety of the truth. Thank you, Harita. I'll overlook it. He says. Um, Thanks. You. And I certainly understand why you would want to with the chaos in the city streets recently. Yes. <sighs> you certainly didn't do any favors for yourself, but...
3: No, I, I, you did. I understand I exercised poor judgment. In you did just situations.
0: previously help us out with a bit of an invasion issue. So, we're willing to let the things be a wash. Wonderful. With a catch. Yes. Once I get the rest of your friends, acquaintances, statements, I'll Mm -hmm. explain it to you. I'll have some men bring in some food if you'd like. Otherwise, you can stay here. Go back out to the lobby. Just don't leave the building.
3: Wonder, I will, I will. You know what? I am perfectly comfortable staying here.
0: Very well. We'll have some food brought in for you. Thank you. And they stand up, walk out. And after a couple, after a couple of minutes, uh, a guy comes in with a, with a plate of m- mutton and bread and cheese and a perfect of wine. Dude, it's... <laughs> this day has worked out perfectly. It's not, like, great wine. <laughs> That's it's, fine. It's Potter Tavern in bulk. Wine. I mean, this day literally started Leo. with,
3: okay, where am I getting food next? <laughs> so, I have food.
0: <laughs> um, next... I go into the room that Hope is in, and tink, clink, 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 clink. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm sorry about this whole thing, but I do need to find out what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. So if uh, I am High Captain Lorian of the Cornite Rangers. This is Harita, the Ebony Judicator of the Triumvirate. Please, if you would please. please explain in your own words what happened. That led you here.
7: I... So, I... was We were just going along, trying to figure out. We... Me and that other individual had decided that we had heard you talking about uh, the cultists that had gotten loose. And that seemed like not a good thing. So we decided to help. And... In that process, we, uh, we're trying to track them down, the, uh, him, yeah, him, uh, down, uh, and we heard an explosion, went to go investigate, and she told me to attack two of your guards.
3: I did not say that.
7: Yes, you did. You're not there.
3: No, no, I know. you did. I know, I'm not there.
7: Yeah, <laughs> she told she told me to attack two of the guards, and I was not going to. And then lightning struck, and chaos erupted, and I got caught up in it. I am innocent.
0: Make a persuasion roll.
7: All right, I'm bad at persuasion. Oh, I'm actually no. It's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Yes. <laughs>
0: So he sort of like leans back in his chair while you're talking because he wasn't expecting such an energetic outburst. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm sorry, Arita? And Arita looks down at you, tilts her head. You feel this tingling down the back mm-hmm. of your spine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what she has said is the truth as she sees it. She is also one of my kind, so there is a little less reliance on outright deception, at least for one of the scale bearer's ilk. Though the truth can vary from person to person's perspective.
7: I'm not looking her in the eyes. I am steadily avoiding...
0: You you, you have it's, this sense mm. that she is also an ASMR? Yep. And you feel like this... You two are very different, mm-hmm. but the same. Yeah, and that, I don't like it. That, not in a way that's good for you, in a way that's bad mm-hmm. for you. So it's tweaking yeah. you in the back, like sort of... Yep. Um... And he sort of looks over at you. Right, well... All, you're not actually being charged with anything. We just need to make... Sh- when any, Whenever any sort of conflict happens with the guards, everybody gets detained, basically. Until we find out what's going on. Mm-hmm.
7: Following the letter of the law. Great. Great idea. It's good.
0: Well, I mean... I'm sorry. We'll be sure to compensate you for your time and, and any oh, good. damages that may have happened.
7: That will that will help. Thank you.
0: <laughs> right. If you want to stay in here, you can. If not, you can go out there to the lobby. Don't leave yet. Uh, we'll have somebody bring some food for you.
7: Are there vents in the... Like, connecting the rooms? No. Okay. So, alright. Then I go
0: out. And and after after a minute, uh, somebody brings you a plate with mutton and bread and cheese and a goblet of wine. Eat it. It's delicious. And, uh, Boldrin, you've been paid uh, 20 gold, um, and you've also been, you've been asked to stay behind as well. Uh, Certainly. Corbin, you <laughs> as well, and you've both been provided food as well. Um. Finally, we get to the last room. <laughs> Nyx is unconscious, laying on the ground. You feel a warmth enveloping you. And you wake up.
4: I'm assuming I recognize healing magic.
0: Yes, you do. And you are back to full hit points. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw.
4: There's one thing I'm good at. Fifteen.
0: You, all that sort of, like, indignation and irritation and any sort of emotional highs or lows you had been feeling previously have been centered into a sort of mellow calm.
4: Okay. First thing I do, I realize I'm not actually panicking, but just sort of instinctively check in on sort of the inside of me, see if that is using this as an opportunity to burst out.
0: The sort of that roiling feeling inside that you have also seems to have been mellowed.
4: Why is it didn't fuck up me without fucking up that thing? I'm fine.
0: Um. Hello there. And <laughs> if you'd like to take a seat. He says, indicating the chair next to you.
4: John, I'm going to direct your attention to Whispers
0: if it's relevant. Yes, I yes, saw Cool. So, I'm High Captain Lorien of the Coronite Rangers. This is Harita, the Ebony Judicator. What's your name? Next. Okay. And, I believe you're the one that we were looking for previously. We had received reports that there was suspicious characters operating in the southern woods down along the river. Potentially Abyssian cultists that sought to bring harm to outlying villages. And we went to investigate.
4: Well, that sounds like a fine excuse to abduct someone. I'm kidding. No, it doesn't.
0: My guards appear to have found you. Would you care to... Yes. At- Would you care to tell me who you are, what you were doing, and then also why my guards had to chase you down through the city instead of bringing you here and having this conversation earlier?
4: Well, to be quite honest, this started when your guards... At- found me while I was bathing and decided the appropriate thing to do was, was cat call and put me at with arrow point. Then put me in a cage and dragged me on down onto your city. Which probably, I would imagine, is not a great idea. I was living my life quite contentedly Yeah out of the way of the people that want to kill me. Why would then you want decide to, kill you? to drag me towards the city.
5: <coughs>
4: <laughs> well, weren't you looking for this, Worshippers? I oh, worship the thing, of course. It's, it's a natural phenomenon, not a god. Peacefully living my life out of the way of other people is not, in at least my definitions of morality, a appropriate reason to abduct someone. So when the abyss struck back, um, that I'm not entirely sure if that was my fault. I do apologize if it was. I decided to leave because there was no reason for you to as I said, abduct me twice and then I'm not entirely sure if you fried me or if that was someone else
0: I believe that would have been the work of our wild magic sorcerer that accidentally lit up both you and my guards sorry
5: Mm.
0: when he looks over at Harita who looks at you, tilts her head. You also feel that tingly sensation down your spine. And as she takes a bit longer with you...
4: He didn't make attempts not to lie. Much of what he said was the truth, but he used sarcasm, he did other things. Uh,
0: As she takes a slightly longer time with you, that's where we're going to end for the night. (laughs) <laughs> and we will pick up with this conversation next week on more Grand Terra Rebirth so we have been Final Show Films which is a wide variety of content every day of the week you can check out our website at finalshowfilms.com you can also check us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms if you like to support us financially you can do so there thank you to all of our patrons especially our $25 tier supporters Chris Comfort Antitonic and Cat Water Flame thank you all for your support um also, if you're watching on Twitch, be sure to uh, you know you can feel free to subscribe. If you, especially if you have Twitch Prime, you get a free subscription. Uh, you can you can throw our way. We appreciate that. You can also throw bits our way if you are a bit harvester. And be sure to let folks know to follow us here because once we get we are currently Twitch affiliates. Uh, once we get to uh, 500 followers, we get to become Twitch partners, which means we get a bigger chunk of change from our subscribers and bits. So pass the word around. We like that. Also, feel free to throw money our way on our Patreon page because that helps us do all the things we like to do and all the things we want to do. So i uh, also I'd like to thank the folks who are at 411mania.com. Jeremy, tell the good folks out there about 411mania.com.
3: Uh, 411mania.com is a site that caters to all sorts of pop culture interests, basically everything you could be interested in uh, in that respect. If you want to know the latest, uh, uh, see read reviews of the latest comic books that come out every Wednesday, we've got a column that does that. Uh, if you want to know uh, uh, which truly fantastic show. Netflix has just renewed for a second season. We've got that on the site. Uh, we cover movies, television, comic books, music, video games, wrestling, mixed martial arts, uh, heading into SummerSlam next weekend. We're going to have a ton of news on that and live coverage. Um, and of course, all the stuff, that final show films does uh, it's four one, one mania.com.
0: And we appreciate that. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe below. And we will see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody.
1: Later. Bye.
6: Goodbye.
1: Bye. Goodbye. Bye. goodbye.